Hey, when does the show start? Okay, okay. One, two, three, four. It's time for four hours of intellectually immature nonsense. What's this monkey business going on today? This is The Bailey Show. Okay, let's do this. The BS. Let's go, you dumb idiots. With Bailey. I, I say I'm an idiot all the time if I screw up. Nikki D. She's Nikki D. She's an influencer. Hey. <laughs> Nelson. Classic Nelson. This choked when the pressure was on. Son of The Bailey Show. On 98 Rock. All right, here it is, a Thursday, the first day of June. 2023, thanks for being here. My name's Jason Bailey. Right there, that is Nikki D. That is the me. Hello, hello. There's Nelson. You sound like you're feeling better, finally. I am. Today's today's a new day. Why? I just, well, I don't know. I just woke up this way. Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm on half the drugs that I've been taking for the past month and a half. So when you woke up, you heard that <laughs> song, It's a Beautiful Morning? Yeah. Well, I could actually hear myself, for the most part. He's I just, on half I, the drugs he used <laughs> to be. I just, <laughs> this might sound a little disgusting, but I know towards the end of this cycle, because I've been through this whole sinusitis thing before, there is uh, a little... Um, <sighs> Clearing? Flub? Yeah, it's stuff up phlegm? in the... Stuff up, but no, not phlegm, but it's up in the nose, you know, mm-hmm. the, the, the juice is up there, and it, 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 it gets to a point where I can... Um, Blow your nose? No, I can, I can, I can, I can, I can pull it out. Ew! Uh, I was trying to be, you know, trying oh, that to. That is gross. Right. He ripped the bandaid off. We don't have to Ew. go back. Try not to be too gross with it. But it's, it's. I got to tell you, it's one of the best feelings ever. To pull phlegm out your nose. Yeah, like, let me Ugh. give, you, let me give you a comparison. Because you're a single mother, you'll be able to relate. Okay. When you gave birth, disgusting, <laughs> but it felt a lot better afterwards, right? Well, yeah, because there was a lot of pressure. Right, I got pressure. I just Under will pressure. not uh, put giving birth the same as pulling something out of your nose. Mm. No, it's it's exactly the same. Any doctor or scientist Definitely will tell not. you. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm telling you. Very much similar. Pushing out eight pounds in your little phlegm that weighs nothing. That's, totally about, that's about what I got up in there. Eight pounds. No. <laughs> no comparison. I weighed my nose this morning. Sure you did. <laughs> sure you did. <laughs> I went to the doctor's office and weighed my nose. All right, uh, your phone number, if you'd like to participate in your next four hours, hope you do, 916-909-0985, the Odyssey app. Please have it. You can stream us anytime, anyplace, anywhere, and, of course, get our podcast after the fact. When the show is done, Nikki D uploads the podcast almost immediately. Also there uh, on thebaileyshow.com and on social media, listen to the BS and on YouTube at The Bailey Show. So uh, we'll have the Tesla Buck Cherry tickets to give out to you like we have throughout the week. At the uh, end of this hour, we'll do nothing personal. You want to stick around for that, and you want those tickets, good ticket, uh, we'll do that then. I, I, You know, moving here, so now we've been here for, what, almost three months? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I'm a big grill guy, and this is one of the, uh, and I could be wrong, and I'm pretty sure somebody's going to correct me if I am, but... The vibe that I've gotten is that, and I don't know if it's a full West Coast thing or if it's just a California thing or it's just a Sacramento thing, that one grilling is not called grilling here. What is it called? Barbecuing. Well, it's called barbecuing everywhere that I've been to. Yeah, but there's a, there's like when you say barbecuing, I think you got sauce barbecue. and slabs yeah. and you're going to a barbecue. And when you're grilling, like that's the term. Like if you're, like if you're a griller and you, you know, you're a green egg guy or something like that, or you're a Traeger guy. You're you're grilling. Mm-hmm. I don't 
don't agree with that. I've always said, my circle has always said, we're going to have a barbecue. Okay, we well, never said grilling. It doesn't matter what your circle says. I'm the professional here. Why? Because you have a grill? Because I am a griller. And he's that had a grill show. It just does not yeah, make thank him a you. professional. That means I've had he a grill grills, show. So he has a preference of what he calls it. I mean, now I'm let's just, be for real. Uh, well, okay, you want to be for real? For real. What does it take to become the difference between an amateur and a professional is being paid for it? He had a grill show. Were you paid for the grill show? I was. He's a professional I'm griller. I'm a professional griller. I'm who sorry. paid you for the grill show? My sponsors. There you go. Okay. The advertisers. Same people who pay our, our bills. He had a podcast where he grilled, which is the same thing he does now. Does not make him a professional. <laughs> I don't know. Well, look, let's be fair to the chefs. I actually didn't grill. I had chefs come out and grill. <laughs> and, yeah, and let's be clear about that, too. Now you're absolutely right. Now that I think about it, she grilled. I can't help you now. Well, she, yeah, that's why. I didn't and wanna... he's a professional. He's well, Why is he better than I? Because he was on he Netflix. He has a whole business. That's his entire business is grilling. Yeah, and who who got him off the ground? But you didn't say he his... got himself off the ground. What are you talking about? I gave who him his first him big... off the ground. Please, I gave him his first oh, break. Oh, my gosh, that man grilled from the time his eyes opened till he went to sleep. Now, you haven't said that that man barbecued. Thank you. Boom. There we go. End the conversation. Just, Let me I'm move not, on. Uh, whatever. Go ahead. Right, thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. all day. Uh, so what I've noticed is it's not a big, it's not a big to do here. Like when I talk to people about grilling, it's not the same excitement. Like I came from like a grilling community. Uh-huh. I mean, this is a multi-billion dollar industry. And I had a lot of friends that, you know, were in the grilling business that started grilling companies, you know. Uh, the different accessories that go along with the grill. Like, I was in. Not you know? that I agree with, because I smelled no barbecue on Memorial Day. Nobody was grilling. Okay, so, yeah. Uh-huh. And, 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 I, and I, the only thing I can think of is because, unfortunately, the state of California has so many wildfires. The, so the charcoal-type grill, the bri- bri- briquette grills, mm-hmm. you know, like the green eggs, the smokers, and stuff like that, maybe there's, it's not that... People aren't that much into that type of grilling. They're more of the propane, possible pellet type of griller, Blackstone uh, griddle type of thing. Very easy, simple, in and out. Not a lot of smoke. Yeah, well, not a lot of fire. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. Yeah, because like if you're if you're grilling on a green egg, you know you can get that thing up to nine hundred degrees. I have. You, know, you can get it up to nine hundred degrees. I, I, and then you fall asleep, and then you melt your handle. Oh God! <laughs> and you burn, and you burn all of your chicken wings, <laughs> the bone They're and all. They're not even chicken wings anymore. <laughs> no, no, it was go- it's cremated them. Actually, yeah, after I cremated the chicken wings, my wife goes, "Well, I found out how I'm going to kill you." <laughs> right, <laughs> <He> cremated them. <laughs> so this this house that we just moved into in the back, you know, I, I got all my grilling stuff, you know, sent in the pod, and this past weekend, uh, it was it was put together. So I've got this, you know kitchen this counter and you know nice little setup you've seen mm-hmm. my setup so I've, you know i've got the setup but this house came with a uh a, a gold gas outlet you know in the back i don't know a valve you know that's sticking out of the concrete and it's made for grilling grilling right okay so also on top of my little thing i got a pizza oven uh uh and i've got a just a standard propane grill mm-hmm. just for easy stuff or, or veggies or something like that so I was like, oh, that's great. I can just take, you know, I can just plug in right there. This is mm-hmm. going to be easy. I get a splitter and I'll just mm-hmm. go around, do some rigid, whatever. And then I'm going, where is there a propane tank around here? Oh, this is natural gas. So now we got the, the you know, you got to do the conversion mm-hmm. of the natural gas. So I'm going to a couple different stores that do grilling, the very few grill stores in the area. 
and a lot of them are big box stores, they have no clue. No idea. Wow. Like nobody is grill educated where I go. So you lost me. What's, what? Why, why are you looking for a propane tank? Not a propane tank. A large propane tank. Like, like. You can't use natural gas. Just you right. can't run natural gas to a grill like you can set a propane tank down. My, my mindset at first was that was a propane hookup. That's me being an idiot. Uh, the okay. thing that was in the ground. Because it was in the ground, I just automatically assumed because, you know, at our cabin back uh, that we used to have back mm-hmm. in we, you know, I had a giant propane tank put in the ground for a generator, and I had the lines run to the grill. and So my mind is like that. So the thing coming out of the ground you can't use, and what do you have to do now? Well, I have to convert it okay. to propane because that's what the hookup is for the grill, the grill and the okay. thing. But when I went to go ask people, they had no idea what I was talking about. Oh, they were lost. Like, I can't like find. I just like, uh-huh. I get, the, 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 there's a place in Roseville that I pass. It's actually right across from Home Depot. It's like Diablo Grills or something like that. So I'm guessing that's the go-to grill spot in town. Um, so I guess I'll go there and ask them, and, and if that's what they do, then they should be able to answer all my questions. But you go to some of these big box stores, and you're asking, you're like, you're like to, to me, grilling is therapeutic. To me, grilling is like a guy thing to do. To me, grill, like I'll sit out there in my kitchen, I'll have a beer or I'll have a drink, and I'll sit there, I'll smoke a brisket for 12 hours or whatever the case may be, or do steaks and chicken, and it's like a good, it's a, it's a thing, it's a lifestyle. I know it, it sounds is, and corny. you're good at it. Yeah, well, it's also, what do they say? At 40, a man does one of two things. He gets into grilling or he gets into World War II. Well, like I, don't, I don't think they say that anymore. They, well, they do. World War II's over. No, but I just mean like history. The oh. history of it. Like, yes. I guess they get engrossed in everything about oh my God, it is what yes. he's saying. Oh, you, oh, like you actually are a history buff. Yes. yes. At oh. that point at 40, you have two options. You <laughs> could be a griller or insanely into I thought there was just like something your grandfather passed down to you. <laughs> And you're still saying it like, nah, dude, you can't get into World War II anymore. Well, that's when you start fighting the Japanese at 40. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not what he meant. <laughs> you don't have to let that one go. Oh. No, I understand what you're saying. You, like, become a history uh-huh. nerd. and it's like, We're politics. That's uh, all yeah, you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you're right. After a certain age, there are certain things that you, you know, would have never done. Pickleball. Right. You know, something like that. Or uh, softball leagues. You know, bowling leagues. Oh, I always wish I was in a softball league. My old man did that when I was a kid. He was still an adult one. Which, by the way, all cool things. I got no problem they with They are. It. Like, dude, if somebody called and was like, hey, Bailey, you want to play her softball league? I'm in. Right. You want to bowl with us? I'm in. Yeah, I like bowling for sure. Well, Com- my nails just hinder me right now. Com- it's the camaraderie. Let's get a team together. Let's get a, get a bowling, bowling team. Yeah, bowling team. Because bowling got the best outfit. Bowling's the only trophy I ever won. And the, they got the cutest shoes. Uh, how old were you? I was uh, six. Yeah, I was uh, I was eight. I beat the coach. And I got well, little, little, little uh, duck pins up north. I found uh, I found out that later that the only reason I won it was because I hadn't bowled the year before, and so I had best improved average because oh. I went from zero <laughs> to 80. And that is the only trophy I have ever won. Do you know what do you know what duck pins are? I don't. Duck pins, uh, I, I think it's oh. just a northern thing. Oh. So it it's a ball about the size of a, a little bit bigger than a softball. Okay, mm-hmm. and the pins are smaller. <laughs> and you and just kind of toss it down there. Well, no, you roll it down. You don't. It's oh. not like aerial aerial ski ball. <laughs> but it's so small, you just toss e- it down e- there. Even like as a kid, you can launch these balls. I mean, <laughs> just you, you don't have as much control, obviously. Uh-huh. But the power, and then when you become an adult and you start, oh my god, there's so much fun because that's all superpowers. When I go bowl, that's all I do is I I throw my shoulder. I just try to hit him as hard <laughs> as I can. Because to me, that sound when it hits right, you're like, uh-huh. that's good. So anyway, that's my conundrum.
I need to find. Maybe there's like a Facebook uh, Sacramento Roseville grilling, grilling group. Grilling group. There's a group for everything on Facebook. So I guarantee if you type in grilling group in Roseville, five of them will come up at least. I'm going to start our own club. You should start your club since I mean, you're a professional griller, according to Nelson. Yeah. Well, and me. I'll back his play. Okay. Yeah. So start your own group. He's got two votes. Thank you. Well. <laughs> including you. Right. Yeah, right. Whatever. <laughs> you get to vote in a presidential election, don't you? That's right. Yes. Thank you. That's right. So right. he has three. No. There y'all go. Uh, no. I don't know where you two. got the third one at, but. Still two. <laughs> 916-909-0985. Oh, I don't know if I was wrong or not. According to Nikki, I was not wrong. According to me, I was wrong telling you guys to watch the Scripps National Spelling Bee last night. Explain here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Well, I came to work today thinking that I was going to owe you an apology, but according to Nikki D, I don't. You don't. Which is great. <laughs> Went home after the show, very excited, made myself dinner, put it on my little TV tray in front of my very small television in my living room, getting ready to watch the Scripps National Spelling Bee, favorite time of year. Next to the Super Bowl <laughs> and WrestleMania. Well, the commercials are so good, you know. Right. Well, that's why, I wa- that's why I watch the Spelling Bee for the commercials. Yeah, the Texas Instrument <laughs> ad, I wait okay. for it every year. Sure. So it's on Ion Channel, and I know I have that because uh, I watch it because they have Law and Order and Criminal Minds comes up on that. So 8 o'clock hits, and I turn on Ion Channel, and I have uh, Blue Bloods with Tom Selleck. Mm. And I'm going, son of a bitch. Did, did we mess up because we missed the day? It was Memorial Day. I was like, oh, man, maybe the drugs because I'm feeling well. <laughs> I wanna, I, I, like People are going to hate me because I know everybody was listening to everything that I was saying about the Scripps National Spelling Bee just with bated breath waiting for last night. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't on. It absolutely was on. So I don't know why you got it and I didn't. Well, I was at home. I don't know what I was doing, something. And I think my mom said, are you watching the spelling bee? And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, I'm not watching the spelling bee. And she's like, you better watch it. Bailey's going to be mad. And I'm like, okay, let me watch the spelling bee for like two minutes. So I pick up my remote because I have cable and I simply talked into it and said, script spelling bee. Bing, it came up. So I tuned in and as I tuned in, kids were spelling and I saw that this girl had been put out of the spelling bee, the judges were coming back to say that they were wrong because there was another origin for the word that she spelled and the way that she spelled it, and they brought her back in. Oh, I don't know if they've ever done that before. I missed that. They did. And so I took a picture because the first kid that came up when I was tuning in, his name was Aiden. And I laughed to myself, and I'm like, his first name's Aiden, but his last name is like supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. Who can even who can even spell that? So I took a picture just to show you, like you were right about spelling their names, oh, which yeah. are freaking difficult. So it was definitely on. Ouija Akula Shikaria. Yeah, no. <laughs> now I wonder, did you maybe, no. when you spoke into your remote, did it give you a replay? No, I went to the channel live. I went to the Ion channel. When I woke up this morning, my TV was still on the Ion channel. <laughs> this Okay, so, like, I mean, let's be honest. Most of the kids that are in the spelling bee are of Indian descent, right? Uh-huh. right? Um, and they have names that, for us, are difficult to pronounce. Mm-hmm. Right. But I think now they're just, even if you're not of that ethnicity, they're just giving you Indian names. Because this is a white girl <laughs> in the middle. <laughs> And they've gave her Shanshali Bahashek. 
right? Right. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the script spelling bee, and your Indian name will be. Nobody wants to see Lisa Smith spell. No, okay? They don't. They want to see Sanchelli Bahashek spell. That's why people tune into the National Spelling Bee. Man, I'm really disappointed. That it's all you got. Two minutes. Yeah, I, I'll just watch it for a couple of minutes because I figured you were watching all of it. See, had I known you weren't even watching it. You didn't get it, sucked in? No. You didn't, did you enjoy it? It was boring. You went into it thinking it was going to be boring. But At least I when I went to go see your stupid movie, I went in there with a positive mindset. Listen, I watched at least five full minutes. I watched it till it went to commercial break. When it went to commercial break now, that's what do you want me to do? Wait. No, that's it. That was it. I stayed in the commercial break. I saw the big upset with the the kid being out, put back in. The judges had to talk about it. You witnessed history. I'm like, look at me. I I came in on the best part. He's going to be talking all about this. I had no idea you weren't watching it. No idea. I I promise you it was not on purpose. And I just pulled it up here on CNN. They had the schedule listed. It definitely aired. But they said that it's going to re-air again if you want to watch it on tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> well, like I don't know how you could have watched it live though. It was on at, at five o'clock it? our time. I watched it. I'm here at the spelling oh. at scriptspellingbee.com. The two night event begins with the semifinals. So that which means was they yesterday. were replaying it. Duh. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. You know they replay things. Well, I, don't I, act like yeah. I wasn't watching it live when I was. I'm just asking if maybe it sent you over to one of your MGM side channels. No. You got no. They replayed it. Well, then why didn't I get it on That's why he, why couldn't I don't know, because you don't have regular cable. So maybe that. on yours, they wasn't replaying it. Ooh, if you're just going through like an ion. But you got YouTube TV. Why, yeah, why that's what you? I was watching it on. That's live. I don't know. It might not actually be live. YouTube could be scamming you. No. Well, huh. well tonight I'm watching. Well, it'll be on again tonight at 8 p.m. Because tonight's the Eastern, finals. Right? But it's coming on at 5 here. So you're going to miss it again. Oh, uh, it, start, uh, it starts at six here. Well, yeah, we'll be on. We can put it on this. It TV says now. it airs live on Thursday. It's today, Thursday. It says eight to ten p.m. Eastern Standard Time oh, on Eastern. Ion so and Bounce. So oh, that, that's Eastern. I was the last time I had was Central. Excuse me. That that's the issue with a lot of shows is you know us getting used to the the, the West Coast time. Right. But what they'll do like Monday Night Raw, for example, wrestling, mm-hmm. even though it comes on eight Eastern, mm-hmm. here you still watch it at eight Eastern. They so, do a West Coast delay. Right. They'll have a West Coast delay. Now, I mean, if you're really into it and you're online and you see spoilers and stuff, you know, you're SOL. But I'm a, I, I, now I'm learning, I guess, not everybody does that. No, I guess not. Because there's a lot of shows that I, I do watch <laughs> like, that look, come on we, at five. We got the TV deal with Ion. We, we're not, we don't have the money to do a replay. Okay? <laughs> we, we can't do a three-hour delay. We don't have that much manpower. You're going to have to catch it at five. <laughs> Anyway. Absolutely. Well, so that's what happened. Well, maybe I can get you. on my phone and I can uh, record it or something. Yeah, maybe you can. I don't know. I don't know how that works. I was so just, you have no idea how disappointed I was. I can imagine because I just, when I was watching it those few minutes, I just saw you sitting there with your little food, excited. Oh, I was. I, I, that's what I imagined in my mind. I even made myself an alcoholic beverage. Oh, yeah. I, had a, I, had a, I had a vanilla Coke Zero. Uh huh. I had what did I have last night? Oh, I had this uh, microwavable. Uh, what's the stuff? The ch meat. Um, ch meat. Chorizo. Chorizo. Okay. It's like a chorizo meat at potatoes and vegetables. Three and a half minutes in the microwave, and uh, and then I had a side salad. And then I did a little vodka soda water lemon. I was set and ready. To, I was at. The TV tray at seven fifty six. 
Dang. And I watched the tail end of Law & Order SVU on USA Network, and then I switched over to ION, and it's freaking Blue Bloods. Dang, you got ripped off. That's I was horrible. so disappointed. So I ate. Uh, actually did watch some of the documentary for the, or the 30 for 30 for American Gladiators. Really good, by the way. And then I fell asleep, which I never do. That fell asleep, early? woke up at 1030, put a dipper in, watched some TV, then went back to sleep at midnight. <laughs> like total bachelor life. You I had don't, a wild night. I don't do that kind of stuff. I didn't, even, I, wild I, didn't, night. I didn't even get through the entire drink. I got like four sips in. And I was like, gonk. Out. You were living on the edge. You know that? It's crazy over at the house. I know. I, I don't need you to come over. You're going to get hurt. It wasn't It wasn't <laughs> like that when I was there. No. You no. have gotten out of control since I left. It's turned into uh, a true bachelor pad. The place to be. Okay. I yeah. see you. Unfortunately, it's just me. <laughs> Well, well, it's you and three dogs. It's what's well, me and yeah, it's me and three dogs. We party. I bet they were too. Oh. <laughs> we play this game where we throw treats. Oh, that's yeah. it. We throw balls. Treats. That's Those it. Those types of things. That's the game. It's over. Uh-uh. They eat it and then we're done. <laughs> the game's over. <laughs> the game is over. Great game. All right, first round of headlines. So, so tonight the Scripps National Spelling Bee's on. Five o'clock local time. Five o'clock local time. Mm-hmm. Ion Network. Unless you have cable. And it's you know. the finals tonight. Tonight is the, is finals. the finals, yes. Yeah. So this is where uh I mean this is this is where it happens. You can go home with fifty thousand dollars. Wow. Do you see Dr. Bailey? I saw some doctors. I don't know. No, no, know no. He's names. the guy. He's the guy. He's, he's the one that's like he's a little rude to me. You know, and he's real dry. Yeah. He's kind of like the Simon Cal of the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Yes, he God. is. Because this girl asked him like three times to repeat the origin. And I can tell he was agitated because yeah. he gave her this look like, it originated in Greece where you had to walk across the bridge. I was like, ooh. Yeah, he's OG, he's though. a little mean. Yeah, he, he's... he's it, it, it was Dr. Bailey before Scripps. And that older lady, it's like she was trying to kind of be a little bit nice, but she was real dry, too. So she's like, we thank you so much for participating this year, little Sammy. And, you know, I'm excited to see where you're going to go later on. But you're out this round. I, hate I was to, like, you had to say all of that. <laughs> I, I hate to tell you this, Nikki D. <laughs> but you really enjoyed watching it. I did. Uh-huh. Yeah, you did. Because really you're, you're did. giving a really good. I just paid attention for my five minutes. You're, you're, you're giving a really good rundown of it. I am. So That's what I do. You're going to watch it tonight. Too. Oh, I'm definitely not watching it tonight. I'm watching True Blood. No, I need you to watch it tonight. <laughs> no, you need to yeah. go watch yes. it. Go figure out how to if watch it. If you don't it. watch it tonight, we're going to have some issues tomorrow <laughs> because tomorrow from 4.30 to 6.30, we're going to run down the Scripps National Spelling Bee play-by-play. I don't know how we're going to do that. Color commentating and analyze it. We're actually going to do a replay of it. <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do that. We're going to just rerun the Scripps National Spelling Bee. Number one for spelling content, 98 Rock. <laughs> the BS. All right, first round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to tell you where the president took a tumble and how Splash Mountain went out with a bang. All right, two big stories from today. Get learned a little bit here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. And live or no. Headlines. All right, here we go. First round of headlines. Nikki D. President Biden skipped summer and stumbled into fall. H1. 
President Biden has fallen over on stage at a U.S. Air Force graduation ceremony. The uh, president was helped to his feet before making his way back to his seat unassisted. We have another fall today. This time, unfortunately, it was President Biden. He was at a commencement ceremony for the U.S. Air Force, and he was on stage shaking hands of the graduates. And once he shook the last hand, he's getting ready to leave stage. What he's saying is that he tripped over a sandbag. Yeah, there was a sandbag right behind him. Yeah, you just see him (laughs) fall down, and he fell pretty hard. You know, they got him up pretty quickly. He turns around and kind of points to the bag. I'm not sure if somebody moved it or not. And then he goes to his seat. The White House did issue a statement and say that he's fine and that he didn't suffer any injuries. They're going to pull the kid aside who put the sandbag there and says, look, the dude's (laughs) old. Yeah. You can't put sandbags behind a senior citizen. Absolutely. In our next next time we do this, you don't have that job. But you, it didn't even look like it was behind him. Well, he could have just probably tripped over air. Because he, he got, turned God. around to walk right. off. Like, he fell forward. Like, are we the only country that has this? You know, Biden falls. Trump acts like a special needs person. <laughs> Clinton bangs interns. Bush yaks at the dinner table. Yeah, you don't hear that of like Angela Merkel. You don't hear her messing anything up. Yeah, you don't hear other leaders, whether good or bad, <laughs> doing any of these types. Of, you, know, you don't see Kim, Kim Jong Un tripped over a nuclear warhead. You know, it just, you don't you don't hear that kind of stuff. No. Not at all. Is it just us? Well, because the kid who put the puts the warhead in front of Kim Jong Un dies. Goes, yeah, he's gone. Maybe, maybe that's what we, maybe we have to have a dictatorship. <laughs> no, Change the rules. President Biden fell off his bike. That was nobody's fault but his own. Mm. Well, I know that yeah. he literally. Well, you fell find off taking his foot off the pedal. Everybody that works for that bike company dies. <laughs> yes, that's what happened in North Korea. <laughs> they would be out of business. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's his own fault. He needs to be more careful. He can't. He's ninety. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think that they should change the rules on yes. the ages for president? Yes, I've said that for a gazillion years. But how do you even go about getting them to do that? That's what I wonder. Like, do we got to sign a petition or something? There's a minimum age. Why isn't there a maximum age? Right, exactly. Yeah, there's not one. It, 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 it's, it's absurd. We put people in office to be the most powerful person in the world, and we put them there at the age of traditionally in this country when you're supposed to be retired. Absolutely. It makes no sense. Your brain is not the sharpest. It makes zero sense. It's you the job that you get after you retire at the traditional age, right? 65, that's what it's always kind of been. Mm-hmm. I know that's changed, but tradition you go to Home Depot, right. you go to Lowe's, you go to your local grocery store, become a uh, bag boy. You go to Walmart, it, become now, a reader. Now you can drive for Uber or DoorDash, yep. mm-hmm. you know, just to kill time and make a few extra dollars. Absolutely. You don't become president. <laughs> it's well, it's absurd. Perfect age for president. Uh, in your mid to late 50s. I was going to say 50 on the nose, but yeah, I could see late 50s. Yeah. Any, like, that I ga- could even say late 40s. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I'm 47, and I don't think I could do it. I'm close to late 40s. Yeah. yeah. I, in that 50 range. Yeah. Even early 60s. Of course, I'm not going to be. By 50, I'm not going to be ready for it. Either. Just, oh. as, just as long as. <laughs> Just as long as after, you know, because you have to take into consideration, too, that four years feels like 12. Oh, that yeah. eight years feels like 28. Well, you even look at Obama, how much he aged after four years. The old boy was getting some gray on that second run. Oh, he Pleasantville in reverse. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. He, yes. He, got, he got old quick and uh-huh. fast. So four years is going to age you 
tremendously with all that stress. You can't go into the office at 70-some years old. I mean, what do you do when you're 70? That's your grandparents. What do they do? They take naps. They go eat early. <laughs> they go to bed early. They get up early. You they know, do everything They early, wander actually. around. They talk to themselves. They talk on the phone a lot. They power walk at the mall if they're up for it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. They watch their stories. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? That's exactly what they, they do. They don't run countries. Well, in this country, they do. It's absurd. All right. Anyway, go ahead. Second one. A girl chickened out of one of the slowest rides in Disney, H2. Today, people were expected to line up for four hours to ride a controversial Disneyland attraction one last time. Why? Tomorrow, Splash Mountain will begin its transition to Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Why? <laughs> Splash Mountain has officially closed down. Um, yesterday was the last day. But there's a video that surfaced of this uh, younger girl. She got off the ride mid-ride. She was in the log, in the water. She jumps out, and she starts walking off. And people are asking her, like, like, what are you doing? Like, what's wrong? And she was like, I just can't. I'm having a panic attack. Huh. So I'm assuming that they may have been getting close to the point where it takes that little 50-foot dip into That's the exactly water. That's exactly what it was, yeah. And she was afraid of that, so she just jumped out, out of the ride. Because wh- where they were at, they were on the other side of the dip. So you can you can feel it. You can hear it, you know, on that other side mm-hmm. when it just goes down. I can't do that stuff either. I'll, I, I, I don't blame her. You know, I love it. I mean, that ride was, is so easy and smooth oh, and simple. So the, scary. the only thing is that little dip, and I, it's over before you know it. I've always wondered why, for roller coasters or any you know thing like that, they don't have a last minute out for people. <laughs> That's really no. Good. You know, when you get on that ride, what there is that you have to expect. Well, see, a lot of people because I don't like roller coasters, right? So uh, what you you know, and as a kid, I tried to ro- like roller coasters. There's a place in. I think Virginia called King's Dominion. Yes, it is. I love King's Dominion. And at the time, they had the largest roller coaster, I think, the Rebel Yell. And then they had the first wooden roller coaster called the Grizzly, I believe. Oh. Anyway, I was a kid. My brother and my cousins all loved this stuff. And the Rebel Yell, it looked like the big white roller coaster in, uh, in Vacation. Oh, You know, awesome. at Wally World when they're mm-hmm. going up there and it's like, oh, that kind of, it's huge. And it's old school roller coaster. So I get up there, I'm like, all right, I'm going to try it, I'm going to try it, I'm going to try it. So I go through the line, I get all the way up there, and I get all the way up. I wait in the line with my brother and my cousins all the way, I mean, for a very long time to get to the cart. <laughs> I couldn't do it. I ran. So they should give you an out, because if not, you're going to have a heart attack. That's your out. When you get up to the front, if you realize you can't do it, go on and walk back down the stairs. But you don't get an out once you're on the ride. You need a second out. You need Buckle a second up. out. Like right before. Buckle up, buttercup. Right, right, time to go. Right before. I did, I did a, uh, I was at a water park when I was a kid. Again, trying to force myself to like this stuff. And I went down a, a water slide. And it, it was like straight down. It was one of those. Oh. Pure, mm-hmm. Right? And I'll never forget my heart like stopped. I had to lay down on this bench. Like nobody helped me. But... <laughs> I like I like crawled to this bench and it felt like I had a knife in my heart. I thought I was gonna die. I'm like 12, 13 years old. I won't get on those and it's just because I have a fear that I'm gonna break something. Like my leg will break, my arm will break, because I won't be still. But like if I'm inside of something, I'm fine. Oh, like a cart. A cart or whatever, yeah. Like but that. I won't free fall down like that, no. Yeah. I'm too clumsy. My ex my ex wife and I got drunk on Boone's farm and went down a double one and then we were like leaning back too far because you go faster when you lean back. And we hit our heads when it made a dip, and the thing came Ooh, out before us. So we see? came spinning out afterwards, and the kid, you know, it's like a 17-year-old that's saving people. Right. He's like, oh, I don't know what to do. The, we- l- the last uh, 
roller coaster I did ride was at Universal Studios Orlando. Which one? Harry Potter? No, it's called the Flying Unicorn. It was in the kids section. Oh, my God. And it was a wooden roller coaster. It's not a roller coaster. I screamed the whole time. <laughs> it, is a, it is a roller Look it up. It's, it's one of those very small ones. I know what you're talking about. Where oh, the it's dips re- are just like, whoo. Oh, it's terrifying. Oh, no, it's not. The Flying Unicorn. Mark no. it. I've had to ride on those with my daughter when she was little. Yeah. No, you're never, being ridiculous. Never again. Scariest thing I've ever done. You just walk around and throw balls in fish bowls. No, I like, feet. you know what I like? I like the, uh, the the things that, it looks like you're moving, but you're not. You're watching a TV screen. Oh, yes. I like those. Those, <laughs> those are, are cool. Those are scary, too. Like Back to the Future? Yeah, but you can close your eyes, and you know you're, like, not actually moving. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you want to go see Tesla with Buck Cherry, Thunder Valley, June 10th, 21 and up? Uh, all right. Well, then call us. 916-909-0985. The game is called Nothing Personal. I need two players. I'm going to read real stories of people with misconnections here in the Sacramento area, uh, in or around. You, with the help from Nikki D, have to tell me man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman with the words in the story that is pretty generic. All right? Easy stuff. 916-909-0985. Nothing personal here in a minute. For the Tesla Buck Cherry tickets, it's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, girl or dude, won't you come and get you some of this? The BS knows all about missed connections. Hey, how you doing? But can you guess the sexist? It's time to play Nothing Personal. Got these Tesla Buck Cherry tickets to give out. Thunder Valley, June 10th, 21 or up. You're on hold. I hope you meet those requirements. Thanks for being here. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. The game is called Nothing Personal, where we go to our super secret special website and we find these real true misconnection love stories uh, where people are just looking for love. That's all they're doing. That's all they're trying to do. So you, with the help (laughs) from Nikki D, have to tell me man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. All right. Cindy and Rockland, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing today? Good. Are you ready? I'm so ready. Oh, you're so ready. All right. Kenny and Sack, how you doing, buddy? Hey, what's up? All right. You ready? You know how to play? Everybody's good? Oh, um, yeah. I'm going to do my best. All right. Well, I got faith in both of you guys. I think you guys are going to crush. Remember, Nikki D's your friend here. This is her favorite game. It is. I do right. really good at this. She's 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 very, very good at this. Very talented. Nothing personal. <laughs> All right, Cindy. You, you are first. All right, Cindy, okay. pay attention. Uh, but if she gets it wrong, Kenny, it comes over to you, all right? All right. All right here we go. Your last name is Daniels, down low. You told me you were just at Faces when you gave me a lift, L-Y-F-T. After you had your hands all over me, you thanked me for my big... You wanted to know how long I could keep this up. All I said in return was, how long you got. I know you're just having fun on the side, and that's all good. I'm not looking to be anyone's main anyway. If this is not for you, then leave it alone and move on to the next ad. Don't be a bother. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. About 60 seconds. What do you got? 
All right, Cindy. Um, do you know what Faces is? No, it sounds like a club, though. Yeah, that's what I got. A, a club. They use the word down low, hands all over me, and a big tip. Sounds like it could have been like a stripper type place or something like that. So, could be man for man. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. Big man for man vibes for sure. Big man for man. Or it could be oh. woman for woman. So it's a little tricky, but I definitely think it's same sex, but more so man for man. I'm making man for man because they use the word long a whole lot of times. Absolutely. I agree with you. <laughs> they use the word what? <laughs> Which is long. 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 Oh, yeah. You know they're gay. <laughs> anytime, anytime you hear long a lot. Okay. So man, man for man is what you want, right? Yes. All right. Cindy, this is the first one. The first one's always the most important one. You sound like a very sweet woman. I'm going to give you the opportunity to change it right now. Don't let them trick you, you, Cindy. Don't let them trick you. You got to go with your gut. I'm I'm sticking with it. All right. Man for man. That is. (laughs) Right? Yeah, it's great. Oh, see, Cindy? I stick with our gut. He'll get us. He will get us. According to their Instagram, Faces says they are Sacramento's number one gay dance club since 1985. I could have told you that without going past the first line. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't say that in a mean way. (laughs) I've had my share of gay clubs. I've been to them, and I I know all the names, and Faces sounds like one of them. Okay. Yeah. All right. Here we go, Kenny. Next one up. All right. Blonde with the long, really curly hair at the bar, Davis. You're somewhat of a regular at the wing stop, and I usually sit near the door most of the time with a friend. I'm also a regular in my 30s, shaggy blonde hair. We've spoken briefly a few times, but a couple of times when you're there was insanity. We locked eyes. I didn't know if it was a casual look or... If it was something more than that, I've asked several people and supposedly you tell everyone that the person you come in with is just your roommate. (laughs) I'm just not comfortable coming up to you with your roomie there. Everyone knows a roommate. If the first to go blocking, if you see this and are interested, let's talk in private though. Winkity wink, 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 wink. All right. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, woman for woman. Easy. All right. So I got blonde, long, curly hair. I feel like that's a man describing a woman's hair. Then he said his own hair is shaggy. That's another term that men normally use to describe their hair, shaggy. Not too many women say that. Um, The fact that he asked about her, she has a roommate, maybe it's a male. That's why he doesn't feel comfortable approaching her. So I'm thinking it's a man for a woman. But what do you think? Yeah, I was thinking that too. Yeah, me too. Or it could be a woman for a man. That's what I was thinking. So this oh, one's a little bit tricky. tough. I know. <laughs> but it's definitely it's, man for woman or woman for man. Which one do you feel comfortable with? Yeah, I like that. Um, I'm going to say woman for man. Nailed you want to say woman for man? There you go. Okay. Well, right. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking man for woman. So we're going to go with whatever man. you want because these are your tickets. They didn't answer. All right. The first one I said, woman for man. You're going what? Woman for man, right? Woman for man. That's your answer. You always go with your gut. But like Cindy, Kenny, I want to do the same for you. 
<laughs> you have the opportunity yeah, to change it. <laughs> Do you want to oh, change it? Difficult. Huh? You got to go with your gut, uh, Kenny. What are you choosing? Um, Kenny? I'll change it. I'll change it. I'll Oof. change it. What are you changing it to? Um, man for woman. Man for woman. Okay. That's are what I initially said. You sure you want to do this? <laughs> you got me tripped, man. Please. I need. All right. Three, two, one. Need an answer. Let's go. Uh, woman for man. How yeah. about that? Okay. There, How about that? that? That's it. Locking that in. That's wrong. Oh, oh Kenny. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, Kenny. All right, Cindy. <laughs> what were you thinking? Man for woman, because he was talking about somebody blocking. Yep, that too. And, and remember that, shag, the, shaggy, the shaggy hair? The shaggy that's how hair. men describe their hair. So that's what I was thinking too. So I'm gonna I'm going with yep. you on this one, man for woman. Oh, you guys. That's what are... I told Kenny. Mm. I know. <laughs> All right, man for woman, Cindy. Is that what you're going yep. with? That's my answer. Oof. No changing, huh? No changing. Oof, boy, <laughs> boy, oh boy. We right? Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Kenny, you got to stick with your gut. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, I know. Or listen to you, right? Or listen to me, yeah. right? Because I'm All your right. gut. I'm listening to you for the rest of the game. Let, on, let's win. Let, let Nikki be your gut. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the board is back to Cindy. She is up two to zero. 24-hour fitness, Citrus Heights. You were the one working out behind me around 2 p.m. today. I was the older one in the Lulu outfit behind you. I caught you staring, which only made me want to go harder. I stay working on my fitness, but could use a teammate for a post-workout rubdown. I'll be sure to keep you hydrated. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. Cindy, Nikki, 60 seconds. This one did not give me much to go on, Cindy. Well, woman, <laughs> she's wearing Lulu, so it's got to be a woman. Easy. Well, easy. everybody that I know where Lulu is older, uh, easy. middle-aged white be, men. Easy, And they easy said they, they were older in this description. She knows one, one of them. person who wears no, Lulu. I, I know, no, I know two. No, she knows two. Okay. I know two. Okay. Okay. She does know two. Yes. <laughs> okay, let's be clear. Um, and, the, and, the, and the second one is man? regretting it. Uh, <laughs> they are both men. Um, and then, but okay. there's a man in here somewhere because I, I agree with the harder comments, and they want to rub down yeah. and a partner. Mm-hmm. So what hydrated, were, right? So oh, yeah. what were you thinking with this one? Uh, this mm-hmm. so man. This I was almost so thinking woman for woman. You were thinking woman for woman. What? Okay. Um, you think I woman for woman? I don't know. Woman. What do you think on that? You think you know men that wear blue? So ten seconds. And that is all man I know. Man for man. You see the woman for woman or man for man? But I want you. I I always tell y'all I want y'all to go with y'all good, not necessarily me, because I am good at this game though. Because I'm gonna go man. Because this man. one's a, this one's a little Ooh, tough though. Man for man. I'm okay. Go, I might go man for man with my gut. All okay. Right. Man for man, locking that in, or do you want to change? Locking it, it in. Yeah, you want to change it? I'm not changing it. Nope. Are you, you sure you don't want to change it? <laughs> I'm positive. All right. Well, you should have because it's wrong. Ooh. <laughs> okay. No man for man. Kenny, <laughs> what are you thinking? <laughs> um, man. 
Do you want to try woman for woman? What do you think? I I mean, I had both. I had woman for woman or man for man. I was leaning more towards the man like Cindy. We were wrong, so I would go woman for woman at Ooh, this that's point. A, that's a good answer. Okay. Jenny. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna take you on this one. Woman for woman. That's my final answer. <laughs> But you can change it because I like you if you want. <laughs> you want to change? I'm just gonna go with it. It's all funny games. <laughs> he said he's too stressed out. That's correct. Oh, let's go. Okay, Kenny, back in that thing. Thank back you, in this you, thing. Thank you, <laughs> all right, Kenny, and the board is yours. So here we go. You can tie it up here. Next one. Nothing personal. Tesla Buck Cherry tickets on the line. It's Cindy versus Kenny. The score is two to one. Kenny can make the big tie right now. Ooh. Looking for my lost friend, Sacramento. Hi there. I'm looking for L. We had a good relationship for a long time. An extremely mutually beneficial one at that. I know I was giving you everything you could want and more. Then out of nowhere, you stopped sending me text messages. There's no way you could have found what I was laying down on you. I hope that you see this post. Let's start over again. I won't hold your absence against you, but I will hold me against your fine ass. Slap it ass. Slap the bass. Slap the bass. Man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman. <laughs> you, you ain't doing too much. All right, um, Kenny. <laughs> this sounds like a friends with benefits situation. I hear a woman kind of pleading with a man, saying she gave him everything, and clearly then she was ghosted. But then she's begging him to come back. She won't care about how long it's been gone. This classically sounds like a woman to me begging for a man. Yeah. So I'm going to say woman for man. That's yeah, I think I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. yeah, I would too, Kenny, but I would still think about changing it because you guys are really quick to come to that conclusion. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So if, if it's not a woman for a man, it's a man for a woman. Ooh, I like that. Especially today starts uh, Pride Month. I'm just going to go with Nikki D. I'm going to have faith in Nikki D. I'm going with her answer. That's my final answer. Ooh, he locked that in. He said he's going with Nikki D. You do know that today starts Pride Month, and your second option was man for man. <laughs> okay. You're going woman for man, yes? Yeah. Kenny, 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 Kenny. Kenny? Yeah. yeah, I'm here. What's up, dude? <laughs> yeah, you got it. That's right. Okay, let's go. <laughs> See, Kenny, just like that. Yeah. All right, so here's how this plays out. It's now tied up 2-2, like it's scripted. All right, Cindy, everything is riding on this last one. All right, you get it right, you get the tickets for Tesla Buck Cherry. You get it wrong, Kenny goes home a hero. All right, you understand? Yep, tied up. Focus, all right. Last one for you, Cindy, here we go. Neighbor, across from my job site, Davis. Wow, you are extremely attractive. You knew what you were doing when you came out in that tight-ass outfit. Almost fell out of the truck when you came out to lounge in the sun. Interested in having me over for a little help around the house? 
I know I could apply that tanning oil everywhere it needs to go. <laughs> man for woman, man for man, woman for man, or woman for woman for the win, Cindy. All right. It sounds to me like a man saying you're extremely attractive. Um, he almost fell out of his truck because the beginning said that he was in a work yeah. truck somewhere. Wants to apply her tanning oil and help her around the house as if she's some damsel her, in though. distress. He doesn't say her, but I'm telling you why I think it's a her. Like, she's a damsel in distress that needs his help. So that's why I'm saying it in these terms that I think it's a man for a woman. Oh, that's good, Cindy. But what do you think it is? Real good. Because well, it could also be a man for a man. Pri- it's, it's Pride Month. Mm-hmm. It is. And I'm thinking it sounds like a man and another man knew he was watching. He came out in some tight-ass shorts or something. You know, yeah. just came out. Hell, yeah. I, I'm thinking it might be. It, it's man for, it's a, definitely a man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is for a woman or for a man. Yeah. That's I agree. What the and I'm not quite sure. All right. Need an answer. Well, what do you think, Cindy? I think it's man for woman. Ooh, that's a good answer, Cindy. But your man for man is Strong not horrible either. to get the friction off. And sometimes he does throw out hints when he says stuff like pride. So I want you for this. This is the last question. I want you to go with your absolute gut, not me, because I feel horrible if you lose your tickets. I don't. I don't have an absolute gut on this one. That's the problem. All right. Okay. Do you need an answer? Got things to okay. do. What are we doing? What are we doing? I say man for woman. Ooh, that's good. Do man for woman. Man for woman. For everything. Cindy's very nervous. You can hear in her voice. I can. So am I. (laughs) And I got to be honest with you. As much as I like Kenny, I think I've fallen in love with Cindy. So because of that, Uh Cindy, I'm going to allow you to change your answer. Uh I don't do this often. Oh, man. (laughs) But I need an answer now. Three. Go with your gut, Cindy. Two. Man for man. You're changing it. I think so. Well, That's I need to. Gut. I need to know so. Nikki, am I doing the wrong thing? Three. I'm out of it at this point. I gave you my my. You know. Two. Okay, oh, let's just stick with man and woman. <laughs> Are you sure, Cindy? <laughs> Don't make me do this. <laughs> Don't make me do this. Man for woman. That is your oh. answer. Or man yeah. for man. Oh, man for man. Are you positive? I'm changing. No, man for woman. No, don't make me do this anymore. No more changing. Man for woman. That's it. She's She's got me over here sweating. Oh, my gosh. All right. You're locking that in, correct? Locking locking it in. That is correct. Oh, thank God. Cindy almost gave me a heart attack. Same Oh, Kenny, I'm sorry about that, brother. We appreciate you listening. Thanks for playing. Try again tomorrow, okay, my friend? All right, guys. Thank you. Thank Thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Cindy, you're going to have a heart attack. (laughs) You know, when you said it was Pride Month, you threw me for a loop. Oh, I wasn't trying to throw you off. I'm sorry. (laughs) That's okay. I got to thinking, well, yeah, it is Pride Month. Started off with the faces question. See, sometimes, Cindy, I I think of things and I just talk and I just don't even know I'm talking. <laughs> so I apologize. I do that too. Yeah, I know. I'm getting old. Understood. Today.
You 21-year-olds, you know what you're doing. All right. Hey, Cindy, you have yourself a good time, okay? Tesla, Buck Cherry, Thunder Valley, June 10th. All right, have fun. Who are you taking? Perfect. Taking your husband? No. Oh. Why would I do that? I want to have fun. Oh. Who are you taking? I'm going to find somebody that wants to go. You got a little boy toy out there? Mm. Not yet. Always in the market for one, though. <laughs> wow! So, like, you're at that age and that part of your relationship where your husband just is boring. He sits in his chair and he's cool, just as long as he doesn't know if you go out there yeah. and find a little. He's out of town at work for the next two weeks. So, what are we looking for? Actually, <laughs> do you, do you want to continue this conversation? I'll I'll take the next segment. We can try to find you a nice little boy time. <laughs> no, I I can find my own. Trust me. Well, I know you can, but I can help you. We have the power of the, the radio station. Yeah, the power of the radio. No, because you never know who's listening. Right, exactly. We, we want somebody around 22, 23, 24. Oh, no, 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 no. A lot younger? No. Oh, oh. Oh, no. Oh, I thought you said you no. want a young boy toy. She whispered no, she young... don't want her husband to hear. Oh. No. Oh. Yeah, right. Oh, wink, and wink. I want people who listen to this station to say, her old lady on the radio, she's looking for something. Oh, she's looking for some <laughs> young dude. <laughs> How do you feel about a morbidly obese forty-year-old guy? Huh? Yeah, what about that? You like hefty fellows, Cindy? <laughs> I got a twin mattress on hefty. the floor. I mean, he—have you ever uh, been with a large man, <laughs> Cindy? Muscly, huh? muscly. No. Well, he's well. It, this is a lot of untapped muscle. Uh-huh. Oh. It's covered. It's yeah, covered. That would be a no. Then it's it's that would be a no. his muscle is hibernating. Uh-huh. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, I can move a couch better than most of the guys you know. I promise you that much. It's like you've okay. heard of Planet Fitness. This is the planet behind it. <laughs> oh, that's awful. It's true, though. All right, I, we got a break. Cindy, hang on for a second, all right? All right it's, it's the BS on 98 Rock. Now, Cindy's looking for a little young man. She seemed like she wanted an older, distinguished gentleman, actually. She seemed like she didn't really want no youngin'. Just want somebody to go to Tesla Buck Cherry with, not her husband. She said he's boring. He's just boring, yeah. She need to have a good time. I highly suggest a divorce. Right. I mean, when you've been together for so long, though, I kind of can see why those older couples are like, what's the point in divorcing? Just do what you want at this point. God, I hope I never get to that point. <laughs> like I like my biggest fear, you especially know? if he's a lot older and she sounds like she's probably younger than what he is. Like he don't even care. He's see, like, get somebody else to do it. See, that's the downfall, which guys don't realize. They're like, you know, I got this younger, younger girl. You know, it's like, look at me. You know, it's gonna keep me mm-hmm. young. Well, here's what happens when you're old. She ain't exactly. <laughs> and when she wants to go out, you don't. <laughs> So she starts to get frustrated, and you can't do anything about it. Why? Because your bones are brittle. And you're old. And you're eating and soft she's food. she's going to start getting oh. buck wide. That's right. You know, that's a problem. So you're going to die sad. No, you You probably won't be sad. She's still there taking care of you. She might be changing a diaper or two. So you good. The worst feeling in the world is you on your deathbed or at your funeral where your wife shows up with her boyfriend. <laughs> to say goodbye. You know that's <laughs> happening in real time to one of my family members. What? He, my my cousin was in a relationship with this girl, even though he was married, but him and his wife were separated a long time. And now the girl just died like two days ago. Oh, my God. And he's already back with his ex-wife, but still wife because they're married on paper. And she hasn't even, her funeral hasn't even happened yet. 
Wow. Exactly. So, like, are you going to go with, to her funeral with your wife and kids? There's got to be kickback. I, well, people are upset about it because my mom told me about it today, and she's pretty pissed about it. So people it, are upset. It, it's 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 interesting because I've, I've known people that have unfortunately lost their significant others, and they've moved on, mm-hmm. right? And, you know, I'll see some of the stuff on social media and I'll say to myself, I'm like, God, that's a little fast, don't you think? Exactly. But it's none of my business, right? Because, you you know, it's like if, you, like Jelly Roll says in his documentary, don't let anybody tell you how long to grieve. Yeah, but when people move on that fast, though, they aren't grieving. They've already been sneaking around with that person or I feel like they already had something going or on. Or they killed them. Or that, yeah. and now they pop out with their person because now you're dead. Well, yeah, three days is that's quick. Mm-hmm, absolutely, know, like three years. I'm talking two years. <laughs> like some people think that you should be in mourning the rest of it. Well, that's no. the old school mentality. It is. You know, when my grandfather died, and I never knew my grandfather. My grandmother, and I don't know the whole story, but I'm assuming she took like a vow of celibacy. <laughs> Because she was, she didn't get with any other dude the rest of her life. The same thing with my grandma. My grandfather died years ago, and my grandma has stayed by herself to this day. But after that generation, that was done. Oh, yeah, they move on. Yeah, but even it seems like men don't even follow that, though. What do you mean? My grandfather was from that, born in 1930. He had three wives. No, the men don't uh-huh. stay by themselves, but a lot of the women do. You're like right. even my great grandmother that I told you lived to be a hundred and two when she passed. My grandfather died when I was in like middle school or, uh-huh. or high school. Like he didn't make it to my high school graduation. My grand my great grandmother been by herself this entire time. Yeah, my grandmother was alone after her POS husband finally died. So alone it's the women who do it, not the men. I think that also matters too. Is how was the relationship? Oh, you was- just said a you know. He was P-O-S, P-O-S, yeah. yeah, right. So, like, if you're, like, you know, it's sad. It really is. But you know what? I need to move on with my life. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's one of those types right. of things. You know? You've been released from something you know, horrible. Well, uh-huh. Rach had to do it, you know, when, when you know, her, you know, uh, husband passed in, in the military. You know, that wasn't tough. But you how know? long did she wait? Oh, I have no, I, before she started dating, I have no idea. Oh, okay. You know, I'm, I'm assuming she just waited for me. Mm-hmm. That would be That's my... what she told me in she, private. Yeah. That's what she told you? Yeah, she said her, she didn't think that her heart could ever open again, and then she met him. That's what she told me with her eyes. Oh, okay. <laughs> she didn't tell me that. Uh, she, she told me, me it wasn't that bad. She went on out there. <laughs> <laughs> she went on back out there. That's what she told me, but I don't know. She might have told us different stories. You, you, you're talking... Which Rachel? I've got two of them. I only know one. <laughs> I only know one. <laughs> the one that keeps locked up. Yeah. The other one you haven't met yet. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Maybe I, maybe I haven't. Yeah. She goes by Russia. <laughs> Russia. 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 You got to roll the R. There's that roll again. Got to roll the R. All right. Second round of headlines. Yes. I'm going to tell you what changes Canada are making to cigarettes and hey. why a man lost his job for wig snatching. Oh, that's something personal to you. Oh, yes, it is. Have you ever had somebody snatch your wig? I have not had anybody ever snatch my wig off. No, I probably wouldn't be on this show because I would have went to jail. Have everybody had? Have ever had anyone wig your snatch? No, I've snatched my own wig off, but nobody's ever done either one of those things you just made up. No, I, I made it up, but it does sound like it. Like it could be a thing. <laughs> yeah, <thank> yes. Look <laughs> yes. at Nelson's face. It could be a thing. Feel free you to invented something new. Feel free to add that to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> I've already got one thing up there. You can do a second one. 
<laughs> All right, second round of headlines. Two big stories from today here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. BS. Stand by for news. News, 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 news. It's time for today's top two. Headlines. Read all about it, baby. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Headlines. Here we go. Second round of headlines. Let's get learned. Nikki D. Canada is warning you about every single puff. H3. I think they should. Because it would stop everybody, probably even me. Once you've seen the warning once, you you know, you see it again, it doesn't really have the same effect. While smoking rates in Canada mm-hmm. have been declining, 12% still smoke. Cigarettes kill approximately 48,000 Canadians every year. Health Canada announced on Wednesday that they're going to start putting printing warnings on cigarette packaging and not just the outside, but every single cigarette that is inside of the carton is going to have a warning on it. So it's going to say phrases like cigarettes cause impotence or poison in every puff. Somebody's <laughs> going to make a game out of this. You know, <laughs> you know what it reminds me of? It's like the tobacco version of those candy hearts in Valentine's Day. Oh, yes. <laughs> or each one of them, like, be mine. And <laughs> Love you long time. Nobody cares. If you're a smoker... The warning labels do nothing. Well, you heard the the first piece of audio where the lady said she think it might have helped her if she had a warning on every cigarette. She's she lying. lies. She might really mean she's lying. That. She's lying. I, that's that's what they should do. They should actually talk to people where it's worked. You know, the truth. Uh, what was it? The truth campaign when that thing started, they did a great job, and it was like run by kids and. Uh-huh. You know the commercials that they did, and the, and the it was it was raw. It was like reality television. I thought the the truth commercials were phenomenal. It was a great goal, great objective. They did a great job, and then they turned it into the scare tactic. You yeah, where well, they were having a little thing, the trach in your throat, and the guy talking to you funny. Well, if you don't want to sound like this, right. then yes. don't start smoking. You and, know, and then they it fades to black and comes back and goes, he died two weeks ago. Uh-huh. Yes, absolutely. You know? Where, like, part of their face was kind of, like, missing. Yeah. And they were talking gummy. It you was, know why I can't take a shower is because the water goes through my neck. Oh. You know. That's what they did. But if you're a smoker, what are you saying when you see that stuff? Oh, that can't happen to me. That's what everybody thinks until it does. Same thing when you get lung cancer. Right. Same, same thing for anything. Yeah, because then they'll just use an example. I remember my great uncle, I, like, did this pitch for him to stop smoking. And he's like... I got to die, basically, at some point from something. So oh. don't tell me to not smoke. My, uh, Rachel, my wife, her, one of her grandfathers smoked. I mean, he's old school. He probably started smoking. He was like, he was eight, you know. And I got, I was honored to meet him before he passed away. We went up there, like, about a year before he, he passed. And he had to have the, the breathing machine, mm-hmm. you know. But the doctors, and he still smoked. The doctors pretty much told him if he stops, he's going to die. Mm-hmm. Like he, at that point. Oh, if he stopped smoking, he would die. Right. I mean, he was. There was no coming back from what he had. They were just like, keep smoking because if be, you do it, you're going to die quicker. It'll be a shock to his system. Like he wouldn't be able to take the withdrawal and everything that came from it. My ex-mother-in-law has lung cancer and still smokes. That's so crazy. you get withdrawals from stopping and smoking like you do alcohol and I mean, drugs? When you're that old, you're affected by the fact that your blood pressure will change, like just the way that the the chemicals are pulsing through your body, the rush that you get from the nicotine, it's too much of a shock to your system, especially if you're a heavy smoker. You know what I have res- who I have respect for? Who? Is because back in the day smoking was teed up where it was cool. Oh, absolutely. And there was, you know, cowboys. If you, if you grew up in in that era, and you're, you know, the Marvel Man and the, mm-hmm. and the westerns and stuff. 
and James Dean. There was something cool about the smoking, right? Right. Not so much anymore, but at that time, that's how it was teed up. Is somebody that smoked their whole life and died of something else, like they beat it. <laughs> that's who I have respect for. Like uh-huh. you're the man. You know, like they die. Like George Burns. George Burns <laughs> died at the age of what ninety some years old. Yes. Smoked cigars his entire life. Never stopped. He died of old age. Right. He beat it. He won. He won. There's one out good, of how many million? Good, yeah. Well, no, because my my um, great uncle I'm talking about, he didn't die from lung cancer. He died from something else. Well, good for him. He's my hero. He yeah. won. Yeah, he won. He didn't die of lung cancer. Yeah, if, you, if you're a smoker and you die of something else, you win. Just know before you <laughs> take your final snoozer that you won. <laughs> All right, second story. This is what happens when you touch a black woman's wig, H4. What made you think that that was a good thing to do? Please, please. For what? So her name is Lizzie Ashley. She's a performer in New York. And it doesn't say whether or not she was actually performing this particular night, but she was out on the street walking around. This guy comes up to her with a group of his friends and he snatches her wig off of her head. No reason, no warning. No, she doesn't say anything to him. He doesn't say anything to her. He just snatches her wigs off and he laughs about it and walks off. Well, his friends are trying to get him to apologize to her, which he refuses. So she uploads this video to social media. It goes crazy. And you know how the social media people are. They found this guy literally in a matter of <laughs> uh-huh. hours. They located his name, which was Anthony Orlich. They found out that he was a lawyer, Oof. contacted his law firm, and he's already been fired. Uh, fired. Yeah. And now she's filed a police report against wow. him. Wow. And she wasn't, like, her wig wasn't like yours, like where it's part of your daily hairstyle i think it was kind of like uh because it was costumey yeah because it was, it was green, and, green curly. And, and it matched something else that she she might have worn that wig every day you never know maybe she was performing that's just goofy what's goofy like for somebody like to just that's to grab somebody's hair it's just yeah you don't do that you don't touch people I, now in the like video, you have to take a step back and you go okay is this really going to be a payoff is this going to be funny nope like no. it's, it's just a, there was a, another video circulating where a guy decided to uh check some woman who was taking pictures with her expensive camera into a, a, like a lake, you know, like body checker. Like oh. he, he pushed her in. Whoa. And he, really, he was drunk and he was at a barbecue. He's like, oh, watch this. I'm going to go to a total street. Like that's how you get shot. Mm-hmm. It, that's exactly how you get shot. I would have went berserk. And you never know who's with these people. Like her boyfriend or her husband or somebody could have came in, beat you to snizzles or shot you. That's right. I'm right. One or the other. Keep your hands to yourself. That's like ultimately what it boils down to. So now you're losing your career. You're going to have criminal charges pressed against you because you couldn't keep your hands to yourself, drunk or not, because he was drunk, clearly. But that's not an excuse. Well, and it's not It's not just that he's losing his job at this place. You're right in that he'll lose his career because he won't be able to practice law anywhere. They'll disbar him. Well, what he needs to do is he needs to repent, start his own wig store and say, this oh, is, God. I'm sorry. You know, That's what the celebrities do, right? Well, I mean, he looked like he was a spend new a year, Spend a year doing things for the... Like, Create I, a wig that can't be snapped. I said the N-word. I'm going to give to the NAACP. You know, that's what you do in order to get back in the good graces of the mm-hmm. public. All right. Um, yesterday, no. yesterday, it was actually happened right before the show. I just saved it for today. I had something happen that it was... Uh, I, I didn't see coming at all. My daughter just turned 18. And she decided to make her first big girl decision on her own without talking to either myself or her mother. 
and there's more that follows afterwards. So I'm going to tell you what she did here in a second, but I'm going to ask you if you want to participate, what is the first big person decision you made when you turned 18? Because when we think when we turn 18, we're, we're indestructible, we're invincible. We know everything. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this, and I'm not gonna, I, don't, I don't need to tell mom. I don't need to tell dad. I can just do it because I'm 18, which is, by the way, not true. I mean, it shouldn't be true. In my opinion, not true. Anyway, if you got one, 916-909-0985, and I'll tell you what you did here in a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Hey, thanks for your time. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There is Nikki D. There is Nelson. Your phone number, 916-909-0985. If you could uh, do us a solid and help uh, our social media continue to grow. So, like, when we came over here, we started a new Instagram account, so that needs to get more followers. A lot more. Brought in an old Facebook page, so you can still be a part of that. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's the other thing? Twitter, right? We have Twitter, yes. And I brought, well, that's the old one, too. And TikTok now. Oh, and the mm-hmm. TikTok, yeah. So we got all that stuff. Uh, at listen to the BS is what it's under. At listen to the BS. And we post on it. It's not like I'm just telling you to like it. Every day something's yeah. posted on There's it. always something up there. All right, so uh, my daughter just turned 18. I've told you guys that. It's very exciting and very happy for her. She's a good girl. So I'll give you a little bit of background about my daughter. Her name is Ariel. We call her Bees. And uh, I know every parent says this about their kid, but she really is the perfect child. She does. There is no perfect child. I know you say that all the time, but you know Bees. I know Bees, but she's not perfect. Big heart, always smiling, (laughs) always willing to help everybody. She's just a good kid. Never got in trouble in school. We haven't had to bail her out of jail. We don't have boy problems, none of that stuff. So we we got lucky with a teenage daughter to be as good as she's been throughout her whole high school career. So she turns 18. And they still, you know, this transition of moving across country is is not easy. I don't know if you've ever done it before, but it ain't easy. Pretty tough. Yeah. So, you know, I'm here. My family's in Atlanta. And we travel back and forth and we see us. Hopefully, they'll be here full time by the end of, uh, by the end of this month. Anyway, so I get a call yesterday before the show. Uh, and my daughter comes home and she got a tattoo. Now, Ooh, where? So this is the other, th- so it's on her for like her her upper forearm. Oh no! Okay, by her the crease of her arm. Okay, and I guess that's like the new. I'm assuming I don't know this. I'm assuming that's the new place to put it. Like when everybody was getting tattoos when I was younger, it was like on your ankle mm-hmm. or the tribal tattoo around the bicep you didn't have. <laughs> you know that that was the placement. I think now the new placement is there. I think so, too, because a friend of mine just came in town last weekend and went and got a tattoo, and that's exactly where she put it. I've seen a lot of that lately. Mm-hmm. And her a first tattoo? And her friend got one, too. And I didn't know how to react. Like, I know she wanted me to say, oh, that's awesome, because I'm not anti. I'm, I'm, I've got tattoos. I'm, I'm very pro. Actually, I'm looking for a tattoo artist here in town to add to my tattoo. So I'm very pro tattoo. I just subscribe to the theory of... It means something. So she drew this. It's got lyrics from, I think, a Zach Brown song. It means something to her, which is cool. I was just, this is the first time she's done something and not talked to me. She says she didn't talk to her mother. I don't know if I believe that, but <laughs> either one of us. And I was just like, wow. And I, I, I said I was disappointed. I wasn't mad. You were disappointed because she didn't talk to you about it? I w- <laughs> 
Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, yeah. I was disappointed that she didn't have the discussion. Because, like, your first tattoo, when you're 18, like, right, again, we all know everything when we're 18. But that's something that y- y- you would want to say, hey, look, get the tattoo, but let's find a different placement. Because what you're doing, <laughs> yes. essentially, is you're signing up for long sleeves the rest of your life mm-hmm. in 90-plus degree weather. You know, oh. if, if, if there is a job or whatever you are going to do, and you don't mm-hmm. know what the future holds, that you can't share your tattoo. Okay, because I was getting ready to call you a hypocrite, but then I see that you're saying you are just upset because you couldn't control where she put the tattoo. Not control, suggest. I'm not trying to control. <laughs> I mean, because I can recall that you did let your son get a tattoo on air at 18, right. and you weren't upset about that. Yeah, you cr- well, like I said, it's nothing to do with the because tattoo. Because you had control over what was going on and you knew about it. That's the difference. Well, it has nothing to do with the tattoo. You know, and Caleb is... A boy, so are you no, a double standard? No, 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 no. It's not a double standard. It, it, it Caleb's future is different than Ariel's future. They're gonna Whoa. be, they're gonna be doing different things <laughs> in the line of work that he's most likely going to be in. It's fine for him to have that tattoo. In the line of work that she wants to do, it's fine for her to have it as well. If she goes, she might do something. I don't know. Okay, that's just she wants to be listen, a makeup artist. As a man who has a lower sleeve of tattoos. Put it somewhere that you can cover. And I work for a radio station. But I thought I had it all figured out. I didn't get the first exposed tattoo until I knew I was only going to be in radio. And if I could control, alt, delete, and move these. I love my tattoos. But if I could move all of these to an upper thigh or my upper arm on the other side where my garbage tattoos aren't, they would be there right now. What is that on your form? I have a have a flaming <laughs> skull. Okay. <laughs> and below that, the head of a phoenix. Have you ever spelled regret N E L S O N? Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. I you do can every now. day. Every day. <laughs> At the time it was cool though. Oh, it was so cool. The guy drew it on without a stencil. He freehanded it on there. And that's what I used to tell everybody because I was twenty one and I thought I had it all figured out. Now granted, her tattoo's awesome. I think it's great great work. I, I love the tattoo. It's just the placement. And it has nothing to do with control. It was just that I don't want her to think just because she's eight. It was a knee jerk. It was like something that I just, I, I've not seen from her. She's not done anything like this. And I, I was surprised. I, I, I don't even know if disappointed was the word. Maybe hurt, I guess, because she didn't discuss it with she me. made a decision on her own. This is what you teach your children to do. This is all the pouring into them you've done is so that now when you are, quote, unquote, of age to make your own decisions, I've taught you well enough that you can make them. Well, this whole I'm 18, I do what I want because I'm an adult legally is 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 huh. kapooey. I mean, that's not real. It's not real, but she still doesn't need you to sign for it. So she technically can get the tattoo without your consent. But what I want her to know, and any 18-year-old should know, or 19-year-old, or 20-year-old, or 20, anybody that's younger than someone else, it's not a bad thing to get advice from somebody that's been there and done it. Hmm. It's, you know, even though I'm part of Gen X and the rebellious generation and we did everything to piss our parents off and we were latchkey kids and all that stuff, I still listened and had respect for my elders. Now, did I do everything they wanted me to do? No. But I did listen and sometimes I would do it and just tweak it to make it my own. Or, but I would, I would listen. I would ask questions. But did you go ask somebody for advice for every little thing you decided to do? 
There, I, I, I got to be honest with you. When I was, yeah, I had people that I went to. I, I'm always, I've always been a big respect for my elders guy. Uh, you've got, it, it just makes sense to me. You've got more life experience. I want to hear what you have to say. If I, if, if my gut says I don't buy it, then I don't buy it. But at least I've heard what you've had to say. I don't, I, I've, never, I've always been like that. I've never gone to somebody to ask them every little decision. Now, when I was 18, I went through that, that same thing where my dad was like, you're not grown. You're, I was going to college and staying at home. You still have to abide by my rules. So I remember the first time that I quote unquote went against his rules. Basically he told me one day you have to be in this house by this time or don't come here at all. So I chose the don't go at all option. I'm like, hey, I'm grown now. I'm 18. So I didn't go home. And the next day when I roll up, he's sitting on the porch in a, in a robe. And he goes crazy on me. And I'm like, well, you gave me an option. He's like, well, I don't like the option. So let's change it. And that's the only way I got out of having a curfew at almost 19. I think he was being facetious with the second option. Well, don't tell me. <laughs> don't come at all because I didn't. I Meta- stayed gone. Metaphorically speaking, <laughs> daughter, <laughs> don't come home at all. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was you know i i love her more than life itself mm-hmm. i i love the tattoo i think the tattoo is badass uh i just i just wish that for her first tattoo it would have gone somewhere else that's I, all i agree and i just wish that she would you know like we make these decisions and that's what i asked before break can you remember the first big decision you made at 18 and maybe it backfire on you i don't have one i i I was, you know, as rebellious as a kid as I was, um, my mother was not really that strict. Mm. So when I was 18, I, I mean, my girlfriend in high school was staying over my house when I was 16. Yeah. I, I was, people like for that. my 18th birthday, my mother got me a keg of ice house. <laughs> so like, ice I, I, I wasn't, I, I didn't live under this, you know, iron fist rule uh, so I, I didn't really rebel, you know, I didn't, I was like, I'm 18, I'm going to go do this. I didn't have any of that. They say that's the thing behind why there's less binge drinking in other countries too, because the drinking age is so much lower and it's a custom for you to drink in your parents' home, even at 16, have wine or beer with your fathers and, and things like that. So by the time you are of age to go to a bar, you're not like, yeah, it's us against the world. We're getting wasted, man. Cause it's, it's been demystified. Well, let me tell you, when I turned 21, uh, I was bored. <laughs> I was really bored because I had had a fake ID since I was 16. Oh, I could have never pulled a fake off. And it was, I was just bored. Did you, what did you do, Nikki? You said you. That was my rebellious thing. Oh, I stayed out all night. Stayed out I didn't all night. go home. You go to a boy's house? Um, I stayed at a friend of mine's house and there were boys there. Yeah. We uh. just partied like all night and I felt great. I didn't even know I was in any trouble because I didn't have a cell phone. Because you thought you were an adult. Yeah. Yeah. And he gave me the option. <laughs> and your dad actually told you to stay out. He said, you, you're home by 12 or you don't come here at all. Yeah. <laughs> because I have to go to work in the morning and you're not going to wake me up coming in late. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, well, cool. He said come or don't come. So I just didn't come. Yeah. And I, I, I felt liberated. And then he's like, that rules out. You come home. <laughs> I've been trying to get a hold of you. What I meant to say was... <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't mean that last part, <laughs> Nikki. You left too soon. <laughs> uh, Benjamin and Folsom, how are you, my friend? Good, how are you? Uh, I'm good, sir. So you told your daughter pretty much the same thing? 
Yeah, so I told her she wanted a tattoo at 16, and we were going to take her to Reno, but it didn't work out. But I told her, until you know your career path, never get a tattoo that you can't cover with a T-shirt and shorts, Mm -hmm. but do anything you want beside that. And she's going to be 21 this year, and she has no exposable nothing tattoo you can see without t-shirt and shorts what what did did she get into something where she could have had a tattoo like on her forearm and she's like thanks dad yeah pretty much and i actually took her on her 18th birthday for her first tattoo she has a giant one on her back oh okay that she designed was she appreciative of the advice oh for sure yeah for sure yeah well that's what i would have told her you know i guess we're just bad parents i don't know (laughs) So you've never had a tattoo conversation with her before, ever? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we had, because she, like Ben's daughter, she wanted a tattoo a couple years ago. and I think, So then you did advise her. Well, I think in Georgia, well, I was late to that conversation, too. They brought me in, <laughs> like, I was tagged in when the match was almost over. Okay. All right. <laughs> I have a bunch of tattoos, and she just wanted tattoos based because of me and so i'm like just never until you know exactly what you're new for a living because you don't want to not get that job because you're inked in the wrong spot mm-hmm. yeah, and you know what's funny it's the people with exposed tattoos tell people without tattoos that yeah. right you know so yeah. it's it's like if you don't believe that guy who do you believe who do you believe <laughs> exactly. don't believe the guy without any exposed tattoos <laughs> believe the guy with exposed tattoos absolutely exactly you know. all right thanks for listening ben have a good night Thank you very much. Appreciate it. All right. We'll see you. Yeah. So then what did you advise her back then? You told her the same thing? Uh, Yeah, I, I did. I, I talked. It was all about location. It wasn't about getting a tattoo. Like I said, I'm, I'm very much pro tattoo. I love tattoos. Just as long as they mean, mean something. I mean, I've seen people are like, oh, you're going to give me a free tattoo? Uh, I'd love to have a plate of waffles on my wrist. <laughs> I, what? I will say, seeing my friend get her tattoo, I have no tattoos. I've never even wanted a tattoo until I saw her get her tattoo, and now I want to get one. Well, I'm going to um, I want to get her back. How? I want to get a face tattoo. <laughs> You're definitely not going to do that. Of her name. She she won't oh even believe you. Oh, my God. You. We could get a good fake one that would last for a while. So that way, when she went to rub on it, it would look like it was a real tattoo. Dude. So, You'd have to go get a henna. So she's gonna she's coming into town this weekend, and we're we're spending the weekend together. Just just her and I. That's nice. I want to get a big face tattoo of her, and we're going to spend the weekend with that tattoo. <laughs> and I'm going to be like, well, you didn't ask me. I didn't think I needed to ask you. <laughs> You should you should do that for real. You should get uh, find one of those henna artists that yeah. can do it. No, I'm getting a real one. No, you're oh, not. Oh yes, I am. Okay. Yeah. Oh please. We now call her bees. So I'm gonna have a giant bee on my my whole face is gonna be a bee. Okay. I'm gonna be actually be bee face. That's, I can't wait to see that. It's gonna be like a superhero. It's gonna be very interesting. Oh, that's good. No, it's not. <laughs> I was, wasn't it? No, it was horrible. <laughs> that was absolutely horrible. Absolutely horrible. Are you the only one who can do good jokes? Uh, correct. <laughs> 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 so the Scripps National Spelling Bee is on again tonight. Um, Here we go. <laughs> he says. It's on right now. Oh, it's on right now. Uh-huh. Oh, I, I'm not recording it. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Uh, I've got some of the easiest final words in Scripps Spelling Bee history. We have to milk this uh, for as long as we can because it only happens once a year. Uh-huh. It's like Haley's Comet. <laughs> Talk about it as much as you can while you can. <laughs> Strike while the iron's hot. All right, give us a minute. It's a BS on Nettie Rock. 
I should have asked that Ben guy. He was in Folsom, huh? He was in Folsom, yes. You know, a good tattoo artist. Oh, you want to drive to Folsom? Because that's not close to you either. Oh, no. I need one in Roseville. Oh, my god. Or gosh. a mobile tattoo guy. You got to get out of this staying in your bubble thing. Oh, I love my bubble. I thought you were living on the edge and being wild. Yeah, I gave that up. You were just wild for, last night. You Lent. gave it up that fast? Yeah, for Lent. Okay. I'm done. God even. said to not do that. Not to drive 10 minutes outside <laughs> of your house. Okay, sure. <laughs> Something bad's going to happen to you. Stay in your bubble, Bailey. <laughs> so I do need a, a tattoo artist. Tattoo artists are like um, uh, they're like uh, haircut people, hairdressers, barbers, right? Once you got one, you never want to let them go. And if you let them go, it's like breaking up with somebody. <laughs> And to find a new one, it's a process. That's how I feel about my hairstylist. That's what I just said. I mean, like, me personally, I had a stylist that we were friends for so many years. And since I've lost her, my hair has not looked the same yeah. ever since. And that's been years ago. I've been looking a mess. Right. Then you got to date, like, date around in order to find a new one. And no one's been as good. No one has been as good. Just missed that first it. love. Yeah. So sad. Uh, so I got, I, I figured out how to record on the YouTube TV. Oh, so you got your spelling bee on and popping? And I don't usually, l- I, I actually hate watching live sporting events recorded, but I'm willing to do that with the Scripps National Spelling Bee. I don't think you're going to get any spoiler alerts for this. Oh, I will. I've got my notifications on. Oh, I'm sure you won't get any. <laughs> so the finals are happening right now. No spoilers. Don't 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 social media us. Don't call us. Don't do anything about that. I'm very excited about watching this. Uh, so they here's some winning words, the final words that are fairly easy. Since 1925. That's how long this has been going on. Yeah, I didn't know that. People have been spelling since 1925. No. Mm-hmm. Can you spell fracas? Fracas? Mm-hmm. Um, can you use that in a sentence? Yes. Uh, my roommate spoiled the last episode of Succession, and it caused a major fracas. Frac- that sounds like ruckus. Okay. Fracas. F-R-A. This was 1930, by the way. What does that got to do with it? This was the That's word. That's when the word came out? Yeah. No, no. So when it came out, this was the word. They, this was the final word for the Scripps National Spelling Bee in, in 19, 1930. 1930. Okay, fracas. Yeah. Now I feel pressure. Why'd you have to say that? F R A C K U S. Fracas. Fracas. There you go. High five. Is that right? No. No. <laughs> don't say high five if it's not right. Well, it's funnier that way. F R A C A S. Fracas. F-R-A- is it fracas or fracas? It's fracas. It's fracas. It's like ruckus. Fracas. F R A C U S. C A S. C A S. Can't oh, even spell it after I spell that. it. Yeah, I couldn't. Fracas. I All never right. heard of that before. Let's uh, let's go to nineteen thirty-two. All okay. right. Knack. Knack, like having a knack for something. Correct. Dang, I know that word too. Got a knack for that. Uh, knack. N A C. Knack. Try again. N-A-C-K. Yep, there you go. Five again. <laughs> Easy on the buzzer, Slugger. Oh, excuse me. K-N-A-C-K. Oh, see, I didn't know if it, you got to throw the K in or not. Like the band, right? Uh-huh. Dang. K-N-A-C-K. All right, this one you should know. Seven times over. 1936. <laughs> the word is interning. <laughs> oh, I know that. <laughs> 
interning. I-N-T-E-R-N-I-N-G. Interning. Very good. Isn't that crazy that that was a final word? I mean, <laughs> God, you couldn't spell check anything back then or Google it. Yeah, but it, it, was it just like the English language is a lot simpler then? I guess. I mean, Maybe. they they used big. They they actually probably used bigger. More sophisticated words, I would think, back then. Well, maybe interning wasn't used at that point. Maybe you were an intern. You know how sometimes we change words mm-hmm. and then Webster adds them? Right. So maybe the idea of being an intern was how you would have said it up until that point. And now all of a sudden, oh, we're interning. Gotcha. Uh, 1940. Okay. Therapy. Therapy. Oh, that's T-H. Oh, shoot. T-H. E R P Y therapy. Therapy, yep. Therapy. Darn, I left off the A. T H E A R P Y. Yeah, like therapy. Darn. Therapy is a hard word Darn. to spell, actually. Not really? T H E R A P Y. That's what I said. No, you did not. You never put the A in the correct place. <laughs> You left it off, and then you put it before the R. Would you like an easy way to never screw this up again? How? The rapey. Yep. I'll take the rapey for 500 points. Well, that, and there was a bar where I'm from that the font made it look like it was called that, so that's what everybody called that bar. It was therapy bar, but they called it the rapey, <laughs> and it felt pretty rapey when you went in there, too. So oh, my it felt, gosh. It felt that way. It's like a couple of weeks after you open, you're like, man, Bill, I didn't think this one through. Oh, <laughs> <like>, no. <laughs> <laughs> Always Bill. <laughs> Always Bill. Uh, let's go to 1956. Condominium. Oh, my gosh. That's another hard word. I already know this word is hard. All right. <sighs> Condominium. Uh, C O N. D, con, I, M, I, U, M, N, condominium. You just kind of stroked out at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I was visualizing it in my mind. Yeah. Then what happened? Just went dark. (laughs) (laughs) I was torn whether I'm supposed to add the N on the end or not. I think you, well, you you lost it before that, but (laughs) I think you spelled... Condi Moonimum. Yeah, I was like, where is this going? Well, she does this often. Like, when we've been doing this the last couple of days, she'll get towards the end and she just gives up. She's like, C O, spelling it in the air, N D, oh no, I'm sorry, N D. So hard. I Q R S T Q. It's harder than you think to spell condominium. C O N D O M I N I U M. Oh, see? All right. Here's the last one. This one's easy. This is for all the marbles? This is for all the marbles. All right. All right. Marbles. All the. Hyphenated. 1967. Okay. Easy word. These are easy final words in the Scripps National Spelling Bee history. Oh, yeah. These are supposed to be easy words. Dang. Chihuahua. No way. Way. It's Chihuahua? Yeah. We've never heard the word? Use it in a sentence. My dog is a Chihuahua. (laughs) Chihuahua. Oh, my God. The Chihuahua told me to (sighs) run for the border. (laughs) 
Okay. Have you not really heard of Chihuahua? I've heard of Chihuahua. That is just a very hard word to spell, so I don't know why, why it's in the easy words. Are we getting like the bizarro Nikki D today? Like some, <laughs> it's no. like some elderly lady or some no. child in her outfit. You know what a Chihuahua is, right? It's a dog. Okay. Gosh. Wow. Like well, I'm jump on me, but not him. I know what a Chihuahua is. I'm saying that's not an easy word to spell. All right. All right. C H. Nailed it. Chew. U. Yep. Chew. W. Mm-hmm. I. Mm-hmm. W-I. Wait, no. Chewy Chua. Chewy Wee. Chewy Wee. Chua. I'll take Chewy Wee and two egg rolls, please. Oh, I love a good Chewy Wee. Spicy. Oh, yeah. No, hold the MSG, MSG please. Yeah, well. I, don't, I can't do the MSG with it. Chewy Wee. You know who has the best Chewy Wee in town? Oh, God. Kim's. Oh, yes, Kim's. I've heard that. Oh, I haven't had a chance to have that yet. Amazing Chewy-Wee. Chewy-Wee. Would you like to try again? I was with okay, her all the way up to the eye. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Chihuahua. C-H-U. Chihuahua. W-A-U. Chihuahua. 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 Like, how are you even sounding it out like that? I'm like, hold on. Chihuahua. C-H-U-A. Chupacabra. Right? Chihuahua is W. <laughs> Somebody just turned away like, <laughs> is this aliens? <laughs> Do we get some kind of signal from outer space? Chihuahua. The, the chair is against the wall. The chair is against the wall. The eagle has landed. The eagle oh has landed. How do you spell the word? You're this driving me right nuts. Now. You're not having a stroke. Don't worry. Driving me nuts. C H I. C H I. H U A. H U A. Oh, no. I would never spell that right. Oh, my God. I don't feel like we can end this segment without you getting one right. Would you like. Okay. 1970. Croissant. Oh, my God. Croissant. No, it's croissant. I thought you were giving me an easy word. All right. <clears throat> well, a child in 1970 spelled it to win. <laughs> so. Croissant. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Hurry up. C-R-O-I-S-E. Croissant. Shoot. How's the end go? N-T. Croissant. Croissant. <laughs> hey, Larry, it. can you pass me that croissant wrench? Forget it. Just forget it. Those are all hard words. Those are those are words you know, but they're not easy to spell. But you got through like the hardest part of croissant. What, what was the end? Sant. S-A-N-T. You got through the qua. Hey, man, did you give me that email? Yeah, croissant. Croissant it over to you. It's like it was right there. Oh, my God. She had CRO. That's why she doesn't like to watch it. Because they show her up. I'm oh. not a spelling bee champion. I but you, don't you think look how educated you could get. You watch these little kids spell weird words. Learn something. Get educated. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I learn things and we have spell check now. So if I spell something wrong, it gets fixed. Damn millennials. Sheesh. Spell check. <laughs> All right. Third round oh, of headlines. I know how to spell headlines. Go. H e a d l i n e s o o. Okay, I'm glad you're happy with yourself. 
I am. <laughs> I'm going to tell you the new features that's coming to all cars, possibly, and why cursing is good for you. All right. Get you that. Two big stories from today. Pay attention. It's the BS on that A-Rock. Third round of headlines, Nikki D. The new age version of a back street driver is coming to town. H5. Emergency braking systems can save lives. Many new cars are equipped with sensors that can detect a pedestrian and stop automatically if the driver doesn't. But new research finds it's not reliable. So basically, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is proposing a new rule this week that all cars are not going to come with the automatic braking. It doesn't matter what model, what make, it's going to have that AEB system in there, which is the automatic emergency braking system. Now, the reason why I'm not necessarily for this is because if you have a car that has that in there, it's, number one, it's not proof. It's not going to always stop your car when you get too close. Or sometimes that thing goes off and flashes and tries to stop your car when there's not actually a need for it. So they're seeing this as a safety precaution also to help you not hit pedestrians if they're crossing the street. But I think this might actually do more harm than help making it be a part of everybody's car. Just as long as you know it's not, you know, it's, uh, fully, you know, f- like you shouldn't rely on it. You know, like, right. like in my truck, it, it has the sensors if I'm when I'm, I'm a bad parker. So, like, if I'm pulling into a parking spot, you know, so the mall, and the guy got that concrete post there, and I go beep, mm-hmm. beep, 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 that kind of thing. Yep. I, t- I take its wor- I take its word for it, but usually I'll stop like three feet in front of it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I do the same exact thing, same exact thing, because I don't trust it. The problem is, is the younger generation believes everything technology, and I've got proof of that because uh, about uh, I guess uh, about a year before I moved out, about a couple years ago, I guess. Uh, I was going to my house back in Atlanta. It was nighttime, about 9 o'clock. Took a different way, which I don't know why I did. We were coming back from uh, Ariel's basketball game she was cheering at. And there's this intersection right by my house. And I'm turning. There's two lanes to turn. And it's not a fast intersection. It's not a fast road. It's kind of a back street. I'm turning. And I see the car inside turning and getting closer and closer to my truck. And then just hits my truck. Whoa. And I pull off to the side and I get out and I'm screaming. I'm like, and it's this young Chinese girl. And I'm like, what are you doing? I don't think she understood me. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? I was like, every, you know, not for not everybody gets in accidents. Mm-hmm. That's why they're accidents. Oopsie daisies. But this is stupid. Right. This I is just a dumb accident. So I asked her, why did you, wh- what, why did you hit my truck? There's no reason for you to hit my truck. You want to guess what her, say? you want to guess what her answer was? The I don't computer know if it said it wasn't going to happen. Close. She followed the blue line on her navigation. And the blue line, when turning, had her go oh to the next lane. Oh, my goodness. She, like, cannonball run. She was driving from the computer. I was about to say, I've never paid attention to the, the lines on the navigation system, ever. So turning on an intersection, doing tw- maybe 20 miles per hour, 15 miles per hour, She's trying to color within the lines with her car. And not actually looking at the road. Not looking at the road, looking at the blue line like, oh, my God, it jer-, you know, sometimes it'll jerk off to the side a little bit. Yeah. That is the most unreliable thing. That's more unreliable than your backup camera. Yeah, yeah. A little scary. That so that's the problem. All right, second one, go ahead. Now cursing is apparently an IQ booster, H6. And cussing is also associated with creativity. Finally, profanity could also have an evolutionary benefit. People who hurl bad words instead of punches are more likely to survive. 
So Timothy J., who is a professor of of psychology at Massachusetts College of Liberal Arts, has been studying this apparently for 40 years. And what he says now is cursing is a sign of intelligence. If you curse, it's also possible, possibly um, that you're honest, that profanity improves pain tolerance. Cursing is a sign of creativity and throwing explicits instead of punches is something good to help you relieve stress or pressure. Oh, I agree with that. I've never agreed with that. Oh, I've just always... screaming a pillow? Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, screaming. If you just scream. But... Scream cuss words. But why? Oh, it feels good. No, no, it doesn't. I mean, I don't know. I, I don't do it. I've always heard that if you curse, it means you have a low intelligence level or IQ because you can't think of another word to use other than profanity. And now this professor is saying all of that's out the window. Well, you, what's wrong with using profanity as the word you want to use? Because that is why they're saying you're not intelligent because you can't think of another word other than the F word to use if you're upset about something or to express how you feel about something. What if I don't want to use another word? I'm choosing not to use another word. Well, everybody's going to say that. They're choosing to say that word. But a lot of people who curse don't know another word to use in spite of that word. It, the F word is my favorite word in the English language. Same. It's got to use, be used properly. It, you can't over F, right? You, I know somebody who over Fs. You have to. You, yeah, you can't over F. You have to, it has to be a well-placed F. And if you do that, it's very powerful. But you guys, when you start saying it so much, that 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 word is the most vulgar to me out of curse words. Oh. And it's the one that makes me cringe the most when F this, F that, F, F like. Ugh. Well, that's what I'm saying. You can't do that. You have to just every once in a while throw out an F. Hmm, if you ever hear me say that word, you know that I'm extremely angry. And people that know me know that. Well, you've never cussed. I've never heard you cuss. Well, I don't curse a lot. It's not something that I do. But when I curse, you know that I mean business. You should because you're angry all the time. It I'm might... not angry all the Look, time. There you go. She's angry. She's <laughs> no, I'm not. She's angry at not being angry. I have the dump button if you need to vent. No, I do not need okay. to vent. I think that your life would be better if you took five minutes out of your day by yourself in a room and just cussed. It's For weird what? to hear her cuss. <laughs> no, I don't curse a lot. I, I choose not to. That's what you do is Black Diamond, go in your little meat flap stream app, <laughs> and you have a cussing session with oh, your stream they followers. definitely would be shocked to hear me curse. They'll All they hear you, me do is pray. They'll give you stars. Well, throw some cuss words into the prayer. No. Diamonds. <laughs> she wants diamonds. Diamonds. What did I say? Stars. stars. Oh, no, diamonds. diamonds. She wants diamonds. Diamonds are worth way more than stars. <laughs> I'm just letting you know. It's always funny. They're like, you can't cuss and talk about religion at the same time. I'm like, why? Well, there's no cussing in the Bible. It's like, well, the cuss words might, probably weren't even around at that time. Right. Like, if they were around at that time, they probably were, I, I would assume they would cuss. Cuss also, words were around at that time because donkeys were called asses. Yeah, that's, but it wasn't a swear word. But that's not right? a swear word. An ass is a donkey. I'm sure there was Don- somebody somewhere Damn. saying ass. But they weren't using F or S or any of those words. No, 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 no. Not, because they I've never heard They of. didn't exist. If they did, they would have used it. So you're saying God you're is okay to, that we curse. You trying to tell me a man that was nailed to a cross with thorns on his head is not ah. going to cuss? Yeah. You've got to be curse. kidding me. He didn't curse. He was actually praying. That's what he was doing. Yeah. Inside Asking God he was to like, forgive the people because they know not what they do. I just, I, I just heard this dirty word. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> Those are the unreleased tapes you haven't gotten. That's in the sequel of Mel Gibson's movie. All right, you guys uh, sat down with our friend Molly from uh, we did our sister station. We, we had her did. on the air. She is a uh, 
So she's a phenomenal radio personality, but her side hustle is she tells you what you were in a past life. She does, and she's a medium. Yeah, so. medium, yeah. right. And you guys sat down with her, and you did this. We did, and I want to tell you that uh, Nelson embarrassed us a little bit. So I, I got a little bit of it. I talked to her in the hallway, and you I said, how did it that. go? She did. And she says, she, what did she say? She said, it went well. I think they learned a lot from it or something. Like, she alluded to that there was something weird that went on. Yeah, N- Nelson. 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 Oh, God. Did yeah. you find out what you were in a past life? Not really. No. Well, spoiler alert. Do you still want to talk about it? I mean, when nope. I say not really, <laughs> when I say sure not don't. really, I oh. mean, there's there's a lot more that oh, goes into it. Okay. Here's- we'll focus over this side. Pivot. <laughs> Pivot. We'll focus over this side. There's then. nothing we have in the locker to go to. <laughs> Okay, we'll talk about this for yeah. him. Yeah. God. That's what you want to do, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, we'll do that. It's the BS <laughs> on 98 Rock. Appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There is Nelson. We have a co-worker, Molly Kendrick. Yep. She uh, she does afternoons on the end, right? Absolutely. She's on right now. She's on right now. Same time we are. Same time. She's our competition. <laughs> uh, yeah, she's very, very nice girl, very sweet girl, very good radio personality, and uh, she's our friend. She is, and so you know, we talk to our court workers and we learn about them. And you know what she told me? She was like, "You're the first people person that's ever cared about what I do." Yeah, that's what she told me. She like was- out of all the people she's working with, I'm like, "What are you talking about? There's got to be people that have worked here or work here that care." She's like, nobody's asked me about it. I was like, it's fascinating. She's uh, this medium. Like, I mean, outside of being a radio personality, she's a medium and she sits there and she does this like therapy type stuff. And like, I, I'm a fan of anybody that can get into anybody else's head. Right. Because I'm a head guy myself. So she's really good at it. And she offered to us to do sessions. Yep. She does QHHT, which well, is quantum healing hypnosis hypnosis techniques okay and you and nelson the other night that's what we got after the show she came in and she did she hypnotize you so this was about a two-hour process wow um we went through stages of being in and out of hypnosis yes really like she have a watch or something no she just literally sits in a chair and she just talks to you to have you go under does she talk to you very soothing yes that's how she talks to you very soothing and slow and then her Words slow down like this, and she says, visualize going into a place and up a hill and down a mountain. Does she have a script, or is she just... No, well, she does. She had a book, but my eyes were closed. I don't know if she was reading what was in the book, or she had it memorized. Were both of you in the room when you guys were being put under? Yes, we were both in there together, unfortunately. Okay, so you had to be quiet, Nelson, while Nikki was going. What was what? We both went at the same time, so everything... together. Oh, okay. And you know Nelson, so he does not have the art of being quiet down packed. Well, what do you do? He does it's this packed. thing where he yeah. talks a lot, especially when he's nervous. Yeah. So we couldn't even really get into it initially because he kept talking to her and talking to her. And then he cracked some jokes, and I'm like, oh, we don't want to spend the night here, so can you let us do this hypnotizing? What's your problem? What are you doing? Listen, I didn't even really want to be there, for one, but... You say all this, but I was the one who had first place visualization. Yeah, but you still Did talk you? the most. <laughs> Did you ask her to help him to help breathing when he talks? I did not. I should have. 
All right, so what did you get out of it? You were supposed to find out, like, what your spirit animal is or something? So the first thing that she took us in to find out is who we were in our past lives. That's okay. the first, like, hypnosis that we went under. That's exciting. Who were you? Who were you? So this is why You're I'm not really excited about it is because in my mind, the way she described it to us, I was supposed to see it like I'm watching a movie, but I didn't see it. Yeah. I just kind of feel like I imagined it. Yeah. So I don't know if it's real. So I, I'm going to do another one because I feel like I need another go. Because what I imagine, I was this um, lady from like the 50s or 40s who wore those little black hats and like dancing skirts. Mm-hmm. That's what I was. And I had this raggedy house that I wasn't very fond of. And I was white. And, so um, your past life, you're. I t- what did I say? Did I say that she was going to be a white girl? Be a white woman. Yeah. You did, but I don't. I don't like that. So I'm going. <laughs> That's like, racist. That's not racist. It is racist. I just feel like it wasn't a, a me, real depiction of who I was. Let me tell you something. If a white person said that they just found out in their past life they were a black person and they didn't like it, they'd be called a racist. Yes. No, I'm. I didn't say I didn't like it because I was white. I don't like it because I don't like anything about who I quote unquote was in my past life. We That's what I, I don't like any of it. So you were a you were a what? White waitress? Is it? I wasn't a waitress. Oh. I was like a dancer. I danced. You danced. You know how they do like the boop 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 like, like a that go kind go of girl. dancer. That kind of dancing. Like a sock and then I saw person. myself yeah like a sock hop dancer. And then I saw myself typing in the other little flash I got. So I don't know if I danced that night and typed in the daytime. I don't really know. That's right. That's how we like our women back mm-hmm. in the thirties. Oh, sure. <laughs> Yeah. I know. Yeah, sock hopping at night mm-hmm. and typing letters to the troops in the day. Right. Yeah. So, um. Well, it's still cool that you saw something. But I didn't see it how I wanted to see it. What did I tell you? What did I, don't do something where there's a possibility you're not going to like the answer. Huh. I will never ask a question where I don't want to know the answer. Well, guess what? I'm going to get a second opinion. I have that right. You're going to go back to her. She's just going to do the same thing. You're going to no, see- no, 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 no. She's doing something different because this time I'm going to go deep. See, we stay shallow this time. Yeah. My next session, I'm going deep and I'm going to be by myself. Yeah, going deep the next session. That's what I always say. Yeah, Never that's happens. what I'm doing. So no. he looks terrified over here. Nelson had a lot going on, a lot of revelations. Where were you back in the day? Uh, the only thing that I I saw was some like old farmer guy, and I, I imagine that I pulled my tooth out while I was working. That's... But that's cool. I, well, I was like just okay to with see it. something. I mean, that's exciting. You guys see, like he pulled like his tooth out with pliers. Yeah, I was working in the field. If you believe the vision, that's I, awesome. Dude. I was some old dude. I had a dirt floor in my in my farmhouse, and I pulled my tooth out, right. and well, then I died in the water. So g- give me the good stuff. What did he do to embarrass you? All right. So then we go into our next phase where we're going to learn out who learn who our spirit animal is and, and that sort of thing. So now she's getting ready to talk to us about our spirit animal, going to the whole nine. And so when she begins to talk, tell them what you said, Nelson, because I can't even repeat it. <laughs> tell them what you said, Nelson. Go ahead and tell them. She, after we had done one of the exercises, <laughs> looked at me and said, you were laughing. What were you laughing about? Like, I was chuckling to myself. And what I was chuckling about was, and I shouldn't have said this, but I said, you, you kind of got one of those, like, naughty porno type voices like like on a 900 number mm-hmm. because the way she was saying you would imagine things and then i repeated how she said it she goes yeah now imagine you're in a house it's a big house <laughs> such a big house it's such a long hallway 
and I couldn't help but laugh at it as she was saying it. Uh, and I didn't have to tell her that, but something compelled me to say it out loud. I should have waited until it was just her me face and turned me. so red, oh my and I God. didn't have any saving thing to say. Bailey. All I could do was just kind of chuckle a little bit, but I'm like, oh my God, Nelson, did you just say that out loud? I didn't know she was like a sweet, innocent type. Her face was flushed. Like, she didn't even know what to say. It was as if you said the C word around, like, an old lady at church. I, I You're fine. I think that's funny. Oh, I, I, I would have probably, well, I don't know if, I Mm-mm. I would have not you said it. Said no, that. you wouldn't There's have said no it. There's no way you would have said that. But I might have said it to Nelson afterwards. Oh, my God, dude. It was, like, over the top. Such a big house. Why are you so breathy right now? <laughs> she did. She <laughs> did you. talk like that. But imagine was she, yourself. So she was offended by that. She. I don't think she was offended. She, I don't think she knew how to feel about she it. She was uncomfortable. I guarantee you she was very uncomfortable. Uh-huh. And no one has ever said that to her before. I guarantee you. Because we don't know her. No, I realized in that moment I don't like know that. her. Yeah, so you got to have that filter a little bit. Uh-huh. I, you might want to apologize to her. I don't want to bring it back up. No, I think, well, it's not like she's forgotten about it. Because then... she said something to me. Oh, no. Wait. <laughs> On her way to the HR office. Uh-huh. Now, you should, you know, like uh, some people that could be offensive and, it, and you just want to double check and pull her aside. And Oh, great. You want me to get her into a corner after I told her Listen, she talks like this? We'll have Mickey with you. Thank you. And as he's telling her this, he's laid back on the couch with his basketball shorts on. And now his legs, he's like wobbling his legs back bad. and forth. So you didn't I get an erection, did you? look. No. I look to see. I, I don't know if she looked, but I look like Thank you. Nelson. Oh my goodness! They were regular like, shorts, basketball Thank shorts. God, you, you thought that he was getting a chum chum. I thought he was. I was about to be even more embarrassed than you I already was. You would have known. Okay. Well, get ex ex <laughs> Nelson, who his spirit animal is. That's the next thing oh. we found out. Why is that embarrassing? That's not even. What was your spirit animal? I, well, I think it's like this demon that my daughter used to talk to when she was three. <laughs> Tell him a name. The name is Nurge. <laughs> so his spirit animal is a demon named Nurge who wears all black. And lives underground. Hold on. Did she say that or did he say nope, that? Nelson. He came up with okay. all this himself. Oh, I believe that. So that's, I don't believe it. So if she would have said, you know, Nelson, <laughs> your spirit animal is Nurge, the devil that lives in the sod or whatever, <laughs> then I would have been like, wow, that's that's crazy. But for Nelson to say it, uh, he's just making stuff up. No, well, I mean. That's not a spirit animal. She said you close your eyes and you just imagine what comes to you. The thing that came to me had no face. It was all in black. And for whatever reason, I haven't thought of this word in years. My daughter Mm -hmm. is nine now. She has not said this word since she was three. Nurge. Nurge. And we would ask my wife at the time and I would (laughs) ask, Penelope, who's Nurge? Oh, he's he's my friend. And where is Nurge? He's below the ground. She would say it in like a really creepy low voice. I think your daughter needs a priest. Yeah, well. Well, Molly said that it's not uncommon for people to see what he saw. So she said that we equate spirit worlds and spirit animals with always being good. She says that's not true. Evil. What did I tell you people? Evil exists. You guys, one of these days you're going to listen. You don't go to these. You don't go and do these things if there's a chance you're not going to like the response. Tell him what she really said. She said. Sometimes they're really bad. <laughs> <laughs> bad spirit animals. So bad. bad. Nerge needs to be spanked. <laughs> right oh now, Nelson. <laughs> I need you to fully relax. 
And take your right hand and bend Nurge over the camera. I need you to smack that ass up. Nothing personal is over. Smack it. Smack your spirit animal. Tell Nurge you like it. Tell Nurge he's a dirty devil. Dirty Satan Nurge. <laughs> oh horrible. God. I hate you so bad. <laughs> I hate you. So I didn't have a spirit animal. You sure you want nerds? You can probably. I yeah. don't want nerds. You can have them. Not at all. Is it nerds like nerge. surge? Like with a J or a G? I think it's a J. Nerge. Okay, so like. Well, you know what, you like a lemon espresso with a little lemon twist? It's, like, it's so, so good. Uh-huh. Like from Beverly Hills Cop? Yes, yeah, okay. yes, yes. <laughs> you got out of the here. The weapons guy. Yeah. <laughs> guy from uh, Perfect Strangers. There you go. Yeah. Uh, Balky. Yeah, Balky Batakamas. <laughs> yeah, it right. was like Balky. <laughs> Were you disappointed that you didn't have a uh, spirit animal? Well, I think I am my my spirit man. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I wasn't nope. expecting to have a spirit animal. <laughs> What do you mean, nope? You just asked me a question. I answered it. Well, You just yes. said, I'm my spirit man. Yeah. Mm. Like, my spirit man is already within me. So, like, I'm not going to have some spirit animal that comes in and be like, oh, I'm your spirit animal. Like, I don't believe. So, that. your spirit man is in you. Yes, yeah. absolutely. I think that's called the Thunderstick 2000. No, it's not called a Thunderstick 2000. The, okay? crazy, the, the, the crazy rabbit. No. <laughs> yes. No, 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 no. So, I didn't have any of that. And... I mean, I wasn't disapp- I was disappointed about my past life stuff. I feel like there's something else there. I gotta go deeper to find out what it is. What did I say? She was gonna be like the Grand Wizard of a, of the clan. Yeah, yeah, I was say- not that. She was well, close. Was she was some- a white waitress in 1930. Well, and she <laughs> said some other things in there about how she was like was doing stuff that she wasn't proud of, and I don't remember the exact details of it. But there's more to why you were upset that you were a whole white lady. You were like a mean old white lady. I mean, she wasn't she wasn't all that nice. And then the only other thing that I actually saw, like I actually saw something in in this hypnosis at one point, and that was me putting my feet in like a a bucket of water with suds rolling over the top, and I was reaching out to help a friend. That could have been what we were talking about yesterday. I didn't think about that till right now. Oh. Yeah. That's the only thing I actually saw in the hypnosis. And this all happened in this room in two hours. Two hours, yep. We went through it in two hours. But she said in order to really go deep, you gotta do at least a four hour better session. So I'm signed up to do that in two weeks. Yeah. She's gonna charge you for the second one. No, she doesn't charge. So I'm going to go to her house. I'll probably give her a tip. Nelson, are you going to go back? Oh, no. I've gone deep enough at this point. Yeah. He's on Nurge. He's about six inches deep in Nurge. (laughs) (laughs) And he has made Molly uncomfortable. And now he's obsessed with her feet. Why would you bring that up? Because I guess when you were in a comatose state, you start talking about I mean, was I rubbing on them? Yeah, I didn't mean to. I'm obsessed with everyone's feet. Ask him what color her toenail polish was. He knows. What did I do to you today? (laughs) I have to walk out of this room. The deep, oh, such a big house. I can recover from that. You don't tell coworkers that I looked at their feet. I looked at one of the... She's not going to know. She's not going to know. You don't think Charlie's out there listening right now? We're his favorite station. Charlie's not listening. Dude, you're turning red. (laughs) Oh, my God. Not better than the blue that her toenails were, right, I guess. We're gonna, we're gonna, I told you. There's, there's a new, new rule to the show, okay? Nelson, five words or less. All right? 
You speak more than five words, I'm going to punch you. All right? So it's five words or less because I'm afraid you're going to have a heart attack. I agree. You look like a tomato. You're all red and you're running out of breath. You're so red, Nelson. So red. You're Calm red down. like Surge. Nerd. Listen to the relaxing sounds of my voice. I can't believe And chill. Devil inside. Devil yeah, inside. Yeah, no joke. Every single one of us is devil inside. Would you like to come in? <laughs> I don't we have something else we have to do on this show. Open your mouth and shout at the devil. <laughs> oh. I can't believe you. Wouldn't you like to eat devil's hey, food what did I cake? Do? I thought we were telling our story. Oh. Hey. You. I'm out of words. Hey. Over here. I'm looking. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to touch devil's food? <laughs> <laughs> Son of a... <laughs> He's about to spaz out over there. <laughs> Wanna go to hell? <laughs> I can't look at you anymore. Uh-huh. What is that noise? That's my devil voice. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like he was a devil on Sesame Street. Oh right. Hello, I'm nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Or eat his cookies. Oh, I'll eat my devil's food cookies. (laughs) (laughs) Touch my two hot rocks. (laughs) All right, I'm going to help you guys out. How are you going to help us? I did some research, okay? All right. I found eight signs that you may have lived in a past life. I know I did. Okay, well, this is is my QRTQ. Okay. Whatever it's called. (laughs) QHH? Yeah, well, I got mine's mine's more updated. QR, you can use scan it. As long as you don't hypnotize it. Yeah, just scan this paper and it'll tell you what your best life was. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to tell you eight signs you may have lived in a past life. This is legit stuff. Okay. Okay, I got this from pastlife.com. Okay, hold on. Pastlife.com. All right, give us a minute. It's the BS on that era. Poor Joe Biden. He gets off uh, Air Force One, wants to make a joke about falling over the sandbag earlier today. And he fell again. Bumps his head. Oh, God. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He's getting off Marine One, not Air Force oh. One. That makes more sense. You got to resign. He's got to resign. be the first president to resign over <laughs> over over two oopsie daisies in one day. It's Too like a, There's like a, a, a lost rule of presidency. If uh-huh. you, if you fall and bump your head in the same day, you've got to quit. You got to throw in a towel. I think that's Article 35. <laughs> we should just take the politics out of everything and just say, all right, look, here's the rules. You you bump your head and you fall, you're out. You out of here. You got to go. <laughs> uh, yeah, he bumped his head on the door frame while exiting the helicopter, but otherwise appeared spry. So he was trying to make spry. a joke. Spry. Spry. They never apply that word to a young person. No, he was spry. All right. Uh, so you guys met with our friend Molly. You found out what your spirit animals uh, were. You found out what you were in past lives. Neither one of you are happy. Nelson made Molly feel uncomfortable uh, by pretty much hitting on her, uh, which is, is, is we're going to have to do some damage control <laughs> somehow, not, Nikki. We definitely are. Because I like Molly and I want her to be our friend, and, and I don't want her to think that we're hanging around the cre- You know, 
I spent too many years hanging around that person, so I can't have it again. Exactly. I am not that person. Well, that's not what Nikki's telling me. I'm probably going to have to bring her some flowers tomorrow. Yeah, we're going to have to do something. Let yeah. it something die. Nice. Yeah. Just let it die. We'll let her We'll let her know that we, we've got him under, under control. control? Yeah. yeah, okay. All right. Maybe bring her in and have him say some apologies. <laughs> he definitely no. needs apologies. Actually, this is, can you do me a favor? Can What's you that? see if she's available tomorrow? Okay. And have her come on the show. Okay. And I will... Just apologize, sir. I will write the apologies for Nelson. Okay, not a problem. I'll reach out to her and see if she can do it. What is that look? I've never just, seen that look. Just because, like, I think there look needs to that. be some preset parameters to what we're covering in the apologies. Only things that she knows about, not any of little extracurriculars that Nikki D brought up. What did I tell you? Five words <laughs> or less. You're going to have a heart attack. Brought up. That was past the five. All right. Uh, here are eight signs that may you may have lived a past life. So this might be helpful in your next session. Okay, this could be. I'm ready. Okay. Uh, do you have any past time music? Yeah. I don't know what that would be. Do you want spooky music or do you want like uh, Zydeco kind of music? Do you want like... What's Zydeco? I don't know what that well, is. Well, like the stuff that you'd play at, at like Mardi Gras and the, like the, the old style piano. Or... Play psychic music. Yeah, g- just give me something. I don't know what Zydeco is. Give me Buddha Bar. <laughs> <laughs> me something. All right, here we go. Eight signs, Nikki D, that you may have lived a past life. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, sign number one. Mm-hmm. You're obsessed with a different time period. Obsessed with a different time period. I do always call myself vintage, so that could be a sign. I like anything old school. I like old deeds. I keep the old sayings alive. Mm-hmm. So I, that, that could make sense with me going back to like the 50s. What's an old saying that you keep alive? I don't know if I'm familiar with it. Uh, one of the old sayings I keep alive is too legit to quit. Okay, that's not old. That's from the 90s. Who do you know still says too legit to quit other than me? MC Hammer. Other than MC, ha- MC Hammer. Okay. So your different time period is a couple decades ago, not like from the 40s or 30s or 20s or 1800s. But I'm saying I, I use the word vintage a lot when I refer to myself, so that makes sense. Okay, well, I'm telling you, using MC Hammer lines is not vintage. I mean... There's a lot of kids who don't even know who MC Hammer is. Nirvana's classic rock now, isn't it? So, like... <laughs> okay. Sign number two. Saying <laughs> 30 years, huh? All right, this is very personal. Okay. Okay. I need you to be honest with me. Okay. And I'm talking to you like Molly talked to you. <laughs> a little sexy. It doesn't turn me on, so I'm See? good. See? Look, you got to stop saying that. <laughs> didn't turn me on. I'm good. Mr. Boner. <laughs> but he doesn't want to bring her on to talk about it. No. Know. The Bone Ranger. We're buddies here. That's really good. <laughs> <laughs> he can't even stay mad because he got to laugh. He cannot even stay mad. That's ridiculous. What's the next one? I'm ready. Sign number two. Okay. You have an unusual birthmark. And I do. You want? I can show you some of it. Easy. So if you look on my arm, and it's, and I've been trying to figure this out since I was born, right? Mm-hmm. So I have a birthmark here on my arm. You see that? Is that a birthmark or a cigarette burn? No, it's an actual birthmark. I have this same identical mark on my same thigh. So it was as if it was one piece when I was maybe in my mom's womb. And then when I separated, it broke into two pieces. Now you're talking weird now. So your arm was attached to your leg in your mom's belly? It could have been, but I have the identical mark that's on my arm, on my thigh, in the same spot. Look, I've known you for what I think is a long time. You're talking crazy right now. That's not crazy. You said an unusual birthmark. Mine is unusual. But you're talking about 
body parts being attached. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, that's the only way to explain the birthmark being the same on my same sides here. of my body. Move my camera, but I'm scooting over. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Sign number three, you get deja vu when visiting a particular place. I have deja vu weekly. So it's not even. Is that a magazine? No, that's something that occurs to me quite often. <laughs> I, I've had deja vu that's been so vivid that I can change what's happening to me in the moment because I know what's getting ready to happen. Where do you have these deja vu moments? Anywhere. Like there was, I was eating ramen noodles one time, and because I had already dreamed it, I knew that I was getting ready to be yelled at if I didn't move the bowl in certain way or something on the table. I don't think that's what deja vu is. Yes, it is. It's something that's happening to you that you can recall and you already know because you've been there. And so whatever it was that I did, I can just remember that if I didn't do it, I was going to be in trouble. She's really into this. Yeah. I mean, this is weird. Like, like I thought this was kind of bit and funny, but she's no. serious. Well, she was upset that she didn't see more during the session. Like, oh, I know. she immediately I booked the second session. All right. Sign number four, you have an, irrash- you have an irrash- irrational fear. Which you already know about this because I've tried to get hypnotized for it before. I'm deathly afraid of cockroaches, those really big ones. So, like, I freak out if one of those things come near me i've lost relationships i've been put on punishment for these roaches i've left my entire house in the middle of the night those are the ones in the bed in prisons no those are those really big they call them water bugs i call them cockroaches it's just those huge black roaches that fly one got in your house remember and i went crazy yeah I almost but, ran out of there yeah well the big ones that in the bed at the jails over the cots anything about big roaches in jails and cots because i never saw one in jail but i see them in houses but that's what they're called cockroaches they're called cockroaches oh i thought you oh. said cockroaches twice it did sound like you were saying cockroaches. Oh. oh my gosh i gotta enunciate every syllable for you people i didn't know if you had a new species of bug that was not a new species you know what cockroaches are yeah the sign five <laughs> <laughs> you get really mad <laughs> You're angry all the time. <laughs> you strongly identify with another culture. Now that I don't. Yeah. I don't strongly identify with another culture. Sign six. You demonstrated an extraordinary skill as a young child. I think the only thing I might have did good as a child was I could sing really well. What happened? What do you mean what happened? You heard my pipes? Me, 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 me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I can still sing. I had a solo in seventh grade. So did I. (laughs) Sign number seven. You often dream about something specific. Yes. Every time my eyes close, I dream. I could take a nap for 10 minutes and I'm going to have a dream that seems like it could have been an hour long. Mm -hmm. And I've dreamed in series. Like I've had a series that lasted two weeks where every night that I went back to sleep, I picked up where I left off the night before. Wow. It's amazing. It's really a trilogy. It's like a mm-hmm. documentary right now. <laughs> it's fascinating. I'm just telling you. I had, a, I, had, I had a dream that came true. Two weeks I had the same dream every night. See? It happens. And then the, the the night that I didn't have the dream, it happened. Boom. Girlfriend, but you already knew. Girlfriend cheated on me. Yep. See? Absolutely happens all the time. Freaky. Sign number eight, last sign. Okay, I'm ready. Your partner is your soulmate. That's. Definitely doesn't apply to me. Yeah, you don't have a partner or a soul. I have a partner or a soulmate. I have a soul. I have a 
with soul, okay? God, you really want to get this stuff out, huh? She wants she wants to do me really bad. Wait, what? Like she wants to do a session with me really, really bad. I was about to say, what is what do you and Nelson got going on? Oh, come on. You oh, know what I mean. Come on. You said Please. she wanna do you really oh, bad. Come on, come on, come on. Golly, that's too it's much. not a great idea to have I got one tomorrow. guy over here. Exactly. I don't need you acting like this either. I'm just repeating what you said. All right. I, I want to have an adult program because here. Because now we're talking about Molly. Y'all keep doing the voice and sexual stuff. I don't know. I got to make sure we are clarifying things She here. wants to. I got to keep this show on the straight and narrow. She wants to therapeutize my head. Well, you should do it. <laughs> no. I think it's time to move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. Pivot. <laughs> pivot. Pivot. <laughs> I tell you to pivot for the like last half hour. <laughs> Yeah, but you're doing that for very greedy and selfish purposes. Well, yeah, but finally you benefit from it as well. So, well, I didn't mean that. You know, I didn't. Mean that. I just know what I'm you said. I'm not that guy. I've never known you to be. I haven't. But I didn't know that about Nelson either. So, oh yeah, because on the weekends I dress like a clown and I go look for children. <laughs> Something you haven't known about me for the past eight years. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Did not know that. Clowns never laughed before. Beanstalks never grew. Ponies never ran before. All before I met you. I'm just saying. All right. Headline? Fourth and final round of headlines. What do you got? I'm going to give you an update on Pacino's soon-to-be baby, and I'm going to tell you how Duck Hunt inspired a robber. <laughs> All right. Fourth and final round of headlines here in just a minute. It's the BS on 98 Rock. Stand by for news. All right, Nikki, hold on. I might have some info before you do headlines for okay. your birthmark. Rick in Folsom, how are you? I'm good. How you doing? Good, sir. So uh, Nikki's trying to find out who she was in a past life, and I read off some signs that she uh, might help her out. And one of them being this birthmark that she's got on her arm or leg. She thinks they're connected in the womb. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Yeah. So I do think that's weird also. Um, but Dang. I heard that. It, <laughs> sorry. I heard that <laughs> in a past life, you know, if you have a birthmark, then you've lived a past life. And that's a trauma that has you know, that resulted in you dying. So maybe in a past life, how she died was. You know, there's a stab, a car accident, something, but a birthmark is a sign of a trauma that resulted in your death. You were shot twice, one in the leg and one in the arm. That could be it. You I bled to death. Or, or it went through both of them at the same time, yeah. yeah As a she white was, woman, she was shot. Yeah, you were, tie- <laughs> you were tying your shoes, and your arm was behind your leg. And as a white woman, right? Rick says you were you were shot by a black woman. You came back a black woman with a birthmark. Like that's we we figured it out. You come back as your receipt, right? All right, brother. Hey, thanks for listening. Thank you guys. That is crazy. All right, go ahead. Fourth and final round of headlines, please. Uh, Al Pacino wasn't as happy about this baby as we thought. Age seven. Hollywood actor Al Pacino, at the age of 83, is expected to be a father again. Pacino confirmed to multiple outlets that he and his 29-year-old partner, Noor Alfala, are expecting a child. Alfalfa. <laughs> Alfala. That's what she said her name. My hot Alfalfa. wife, Alfalfa. 
So we found out through TMZ that Al Pacino may not have been as happy as we thought he was when he found out about this baby. Um, They're reporting that he immediately demanded a DNA test because he did not think that he could have children at the age of 83. His girlfriend obliged. They had a DNA test while the child was still in womb because you can pay a little extra to have that done. And it did come back his child. So that's when he accepted it. And, and he today has been getting beat up on the Internet it's like when any guy or any person wants a DNA test for a kid, they're a bad person. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily agree with that. I mean, unless it's obvious, right, that you are the father, you are the, the like, if you're married or something like that. But if you're, what is he, 80? He's 83. 83 years old. He's got a valid point. He, I mean, at 83, can is my sperm good enough to have a child? Well, and he says he's got a medical condition that should be preventing him from having one anyway. And he's very wealthy, and his wife... Girlfriend. Girlfriend mm-hmm. is a lot younger than him. So yeah. she could be out there slinging, get knocked up, and I know he doesn't trust her. But see, this is what I was saying yesterday when you were like, oh, you can have a kid, and he's Al Pacino, and... People don't want kids old. He may not actually be happy about having a kid. And you painted him out to be this, oh, he's a good dad. He wants his kids. He wants to take care of all his kids, blah, blah, blah. That man didn't want no kids. I didn't say that. I said that having an older father like Al Pacino is not the end of the world. Hmm. Having an older dad that's not Al Pacino might be the end of the world. But when you have an older dad like Al Pacino, he dies. You've known him for a couple years. You're like, dude, my dad was Al Pacino in some of the greatest movies ever. I'm left with plenty of money. I'll never have to work. That's cool, right? Now, if your dad was Al Puh. Bundy. You know, no, just Al Puh, you know, like not having the money. It's not the same thing. Anyway, all right, next one. Uh, blue-haired robber did duck hunt all wrong. H8. That was the... Oh. Got away for the dog oh, bark. Dog. You got away for the dog bark. Nintendo, <laughs> the original, best game, uh, video game music ever yes. of all time. Of all the games. Of all time. Excite bike. Oh, I mean, just any of the Super Mario, of course. Donkey. The little I mean, paper boy game. Oh my god! Right. Loved it. Loved and it was it. all like Tech Mobile. It ends with a high tech. Well, there's a 25-year-old guy in North Carolina who went into a convenience store to rob them, and he had a duck hunt gun. All he did was (laughs) take the gun and paint it black, and he goes in to stick these people up. The police caught up with him. He was arrested. He got $300, though, from the robbery. He's still going to be charged with armed robbery, even though he had a plastic duck hunt gun. Something was uh, was kind of off with this guy. He had a blue wig on, and he just was all over the place. Is it considered not loaded if it's not plugged in? <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it does not matter. <laughs> now, I want to know, where did he get a duck hunt gun yeah, from? Probably That's get, what I want to know. $300 for the gun. I have, exactly. I have two Atari 2600 systems. Oh, but do you have cool. a duck hunt gun? No. I have. Du- yeah. I think I have duck hunt the game, though. You don't get the gun? Uh no, I bought it just to have it. Oh. I, I, I bought it as just a... I still have the Nintendo from 87 that I got, so I have the Duck Hunt gun. I have... Uh, oh. oh, that's right. Duck Hunt was... In it. So I've got the Atari. I've got the N64. Okay. The NES 64. Right. And the best wrestling game ever, the WCW one. Oh, yes. Revenge. They you know. did not get any better after that. It was perfect on the N64. But the best video game of all time, in my opinion, growing up as a kid, loved this game. 
we would spend hours in the basement playing it. Atari 2600, you had to have the paddle. Kaboom. Is that that little game that you go back and forth with the ball? That's Pong. No, 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 no. You you were like this. You you had a barrel, and you had to catch bombs. You were like, (laughs) like just like cannonballs that had fuses. And the higher level you would get, literally there's no skill to it. You're just going (laughs) back and forth with the thing. And if you got lucky, you got lucky. But it was the best. And then if you missed, the bomb would go and explode, and the whole screen would go. (laughs) My favorite was Pac-Man. I would go to the arcade and try to beat whatever high score was at the top of that uh, screen. Like every time. I spent hours. That's how they got you. That's how they made you put more quarters in. Yep. Well, guess what? I finally achieved my goal one time. Out of all the years I tried, one time my score was the highest up there. You know, video games aren't a quarter anymore. There's a no. badass arcade in the no. Galleria. I went through $40 Easy. in five minutes. Yeah, that's what we did. Trying to get stuffed animals. and uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember. I remember being sent to the arcade with $5 and being there like all day. Mm-hmm. It's definitely not forty dollars. I was out in twenty minutes. We didn't even eat anything. <laughs> yeah, we we spent that about that. We went to Dave and Buster's. Forty dollars. Didn't win anything either. Nope. Sucked. I almost got a thing out of there. What was it? A ball, Nelson? I almost got. I almost yeah, got a you ball. Almost, you almost got something out of. I was the big so claw. close to, and I never even played the claw game. And you're like forty deep in. You're like, man, I could have gone to I Amazon in my house. Yeah, at the ball for like no, it's still the experience. You just want the experience of being in the arcade and the atmosphere. Well, there's some skeezy, greasy guy in the back counting my money, going, "Ha ha ha! <laughs> you know you'll never get the pink octopus. Never, ever. <laughs> the claw doesn't even fit it. You dumbass. The claw, the claw." <laughs> All right, last minute calls, comments, concerns, 916-909-0985. You got something good? If not, we'll get out for a Thursday. It's the BS on 98 Rock. As always, we appreciate you listening. It's the BS. My name's Jason Bailey. There's Nikki D. There's Nelson about out of here for a Thursday. Going to go and watch my Scripps National Spelling Bee Finals recorded. Full report for you tomorrow. So far, no spoiler alerts? No spoiler alerts. I turned off my Scripps National Spelling Bee notifications. (laughs) So nobody would give you the scoop? Got to tell you something. What? So during break, I went down the hall. (laughs) Started something. And what'd you find out? I ran into our friend Molly. Oh, you did? Okay. I talked to her. Mm -hmm. What'd you talk about? It's not good. She is upset totally with with Nelson. It's not good. Whoa. It's not good. So what I would suggest, um, are you listening, Nelson? I am. Yeah. Yeah. What I would suggest is, because we have access to the exit there, I would go that way. (laughs) Don't even walk past her. Is she going to come on the show tomorrow? She can't tomorrow. She's got uh, other things she's doing, but on Monday she said she can come in. Monday. Okay. I said we. I said uh, I. I apologized. I said I'm sorry for how Nelson acted. Um, you know he's young and he's he's got some medical conditions. <laughs> I appreciate the young. <laughs> I'm like 15 medical years conditions. And uh, and I said, uh, but I promise he'll make it up to you. And she's like, well, he's lucky that I understand. Oh. And I said, yeah. And then she mentioned a couple other things, and I was able to kind of talk her off the ledge. And I said, there's no reason to do those things. I was like, but uh, come in on Monday, and we'll we'll make it all better. So you saved Nelson's hide. 
that's if Monday goes well. I always knew this was going to be my last gig. I just <laughs> I had a feeling like this was the end. 17 years at radio, I guess it was a good run. Yeah. So dang Nelson. Yeah. So making her feel uncomfortable when she was mm-hmm. trying to give you future animals or whatever and all that stuff. So So you gotta stop that nervous talking, Nelson. It got you in trouble, man. Now it makes the whole show look bad and I felt uncomfortable. Like she had to actually calm me down. She's like, Look, I I admire you, Jason. I appreciate you. I really look up to you. You she know She said all that? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh huh. Were you dreaming? What? Okay. He says she said all that. It's seven. <laughs> yeah, you don't even want to talk about it no more. It's seven. The show is from three until seven. And you know, I had to just kind of stop her. I was like, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> I was like, I appreciate you. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your admiration so much. I do. I really do. So anyway, You're such a jerk. we could pick this up tomorrow. Oh, I'm sure we can. <laughs> <laughs> is she the celebrity guest for game of tones no 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 no. she's she said she needs a couple days <laughs> she has to get over it oh god all right nikki got anything before we get out naughty nervous nelson strikes again yeah all right nelson i've been a bad bad boy <laughs> see you, oh, keep, you keep, keep going doing it it's over keep doing it it is over for you nelson all right, give us a follow at Listen to the BS uh, on social media and make sure you get the podcast here on the Odyssey app or thebaileyshow.com. Have yourself a great, safe rest of your night. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Hey, bye. That's enough nonsense for today. This has been The Bailey Show.